The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. It's May. It's May. <laughs> Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to it. First uh, of May for this show is when it's being released. And, oh, hi, I'm Carrie. I'm your host. Uh, the name of the episode is Outdoor Huggin'. Uh, that's uh, coming up. It also features a broken news segment where uh, Jimmy Martin, who has seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, will review it. And he has interviewed the cast and director James Gunn, a man who I definitely want to go have a drink with and just talk about music. We're gonna, Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about spoiler-free review, I promise. A spoiler-free review. It doesn't open until the end of the week, and so... Spoiler-free review for Volume 2, promise, coming up. That and a whole lot more in Broken News. Stand by for that. Uh, We'll get to the episode in a moment, but first we need to thank the important people, well, besides you, of course, who listen to this show, but the people who pay for the party. Uh, Of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May 6th, nationwide. And at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., everything store-wide is 20 to 50% off. Open seven days a week at 2043 East 3300 South, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, of course, for free comic book day. Also, our friends at Cabin Fever bring us the party. Lunch boxes, playing cards, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, tin signs, and more. Visit them in the corner of 5th South and 7th East, located in the heart of Trolley Square. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, uh, Chef Daniel brings you uh, this show. Are you having ingredients shipped to your home with a recipe card and you do all the work? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in diet and don't know quite where to start. Get a hold of Daniel. Go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information or just call Chef Daniel Cantu at 801-359-6035. Also want to thank our friends at Black Velvet Boutique. 293 South State Street in Clearfield, blackvelvetboutique.com. They're open seven days a week. They're locally owned and operated. Dawn and Leah, great ladies up there. It's uh, not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. So go and see them at Black Velvet Boutique. All right, let's get this show underway. It's called Outdoor Hugging. Please to enjoy. Tom, Tom, get this to the printer, he says. <laughs> Arnum's 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 Oh, of course. The rocket landed in the pie face man moon's eye. What's three? What's three? What's three? What's three? I have an update. I'm old. I can't remember Are you? anything. I got an erection. <laughs> if I'm going to see a movie, I'm going to need my lap blanket. Lee gotcha. said he has a pretty good tolerance for porn. The following that's... series has been canceled in progress. Geekshowpodcast.com. And welcome back to the basement. Oh my god, I feel like we've been here forever. Now, this episode is being released on the first, Jimmy. Yeah, first of May. Can can I say (laughs) the movie finally? The movie, but also at the end of the episode. uh, And, well, yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) After, we're going to do a short break here, then we're going to do some broken news. Jimmy's going to review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Son of a... He's seen it. And you need to stay till the very end of the episode because we've got, well, Jimmy's got interviews with Michael Rooker, Dave Bautista, Zoe Saldana, Kurt Russell, 
James Gunn, Chris Pratt. Jesus. Oh man! Boom, boom. Jimmy, I wish you got congratulations. Like get some good gots. <laughs> yeah, you know. I you tried, know. guys. I tried. Did so, you, did you get Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper? <laughs> no, no, they were somewhere else. <laughs> doing I don't even know if Vin Diesel even says anything in this thing because as we record this, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, fingers crossed, all goes well. Yep, we'll have this pretty at cool the, at the end of the pretty episode. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's all right, I guess. All right. I'm going to spoil the shit out of it, too, so no! just hang tight. Yeah, here it happens in space. Please don't spoil it. Uh, let's uh, meet our panel. He's begging you to please not spoil it. He's Jay Whitaker. Hey, good morning. How's everyone doing? This is Jay Whitaker. This is going to be please, a long episode. Oh, please follow me on It's Jay Whitaker. I do shit. He done wound down. <laughs> he do shit. All You're right. not going to make it through your movie, That's bud. It. I'll be fine. <laughs> I just chugged a bunch of Gatorade. <laughs> He's getting his electrolytes up. He's got electrolytes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's noticing that Jay has electrolytes. <laughs> He's too tall, Trill Tony. He's Quad T. Quad T. Hey. He's the designated driver and producer of the program. Quad T is a QT. Wow. What are electrolytes? We don't know, but he's got them. How do they work? Uh, follow me. Magnets, I'm sorry. Plants need them. Plants need them. <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or here on the Geek Show podcast, or on the Gadget Spot uh, podcast, talking about tech, video games, and gadgets with Excitable James. Jaron, that was, a, that that was, was a finally. I was almost excited. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, was like eighty percent. Like, yeah. I know it kind of sounded like a peacock. <laughs> woo, woo, <laughs> that's an owl, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. You that's, think so? Maybe he's different. Maybe he identifies as a fucking peacock. You know um, first, first of all, those are not the voice uh, sounds of, of of that t- particular type. See, of that's what I said. And I, I live across the street from the Tracy Aviary. I would, I would bet that my peacock was pretty goddamn close. Jay, your voice is going to put your face to sleep. I, <laughs> true. That's true. I hate all of your face. <laughs> I'm just getting in tone for our for our, for this episode. Okay. Well, that's coming up in a bit. Yeah. He knows that plants need electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. He's Shannon Barnson. I teach science. Science. <laughs> you do? Hi. No. no. I didn't think so. I I teach, uh, it's, it's like math and math uh, and reading and reading. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway. You called his ass out. <laughs> Wait, there's hey, no. Come s- to, but I will fuck with you on questions of science. Oh, there you and go. my pub quiz. Yeah. Uh, do you do shit every Wednesday? You do shit. I do shit. My man. Every Come Wednesday. fucks with me uh-huh. at the Lucky 13. And, and I'm, looking, I'm looking at the day uh, that we're in, we're in May now. I'm betting you're out on that patio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, pa- shit. We out on that the patio. patio. Uh, no, and the patio, uh, for all our younger listeners, that shit is lit, fam. Lit AF, fam. Hmm. Anyway, come, they got to, it. come they, to Lucky 13. Get there around you. 8 o'clock. Oh. Come to my pub because it's great. Everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic pause. Repeat my last four words. <laughs> he's uh, he is currently enjoying Cypress Hill. Everything's great. It's only two. He words. is Lee George Kate. It's a lot of potassium and electrolytes and coconut water. Word. Speak on if it. If you're don't. dehydrated after a good workout, you take a little coconut water, some concentrated coffee. It's uh, got electrolytes. And maybe a little coconut milk, and you'll find yourself revitalized, energized, and uh, no longer dehydrated. Yes, Jay. Yeah. Um. Do you need? Isn't Potassium and don't you also need sodium after workout? Like honestly, I, I'm not. I was mostly just talking about the 
a, a quick source of potassium and electrolytes. But yes, um, sodium is also good. That's, there's sodium in, the, in your Gatorade there. Yeah. yeah, that's why you're not supposed to drink Gatorade unless you're working out a lot because oh. you get kidney stones from all the extra right. calcium and potassium. What, what if you're drinking a lot? Am I going, uh, probably it might help. Does it help? I don't know. Am I going to die? You know, me. You might, die. you might get the yeah, stones in your wee wee. You're not going to die. What the fuck? What the fuck? Did I want to go on like this? I got so much money. I ain't seen Soul Plane yet. <laughs> I thought you went back and stopped that movie from yeah, being made. Yeah, you did. That's, uh, I don't I know what you you're talking I think what you may have gone back about? and stopped himself from watching what it. What is he oh. talking about? What, is, yeah, right. what movie? Soul? You live in the Berenstain universe. Oh, You've Soul never seen Soul, Soul Plane? Plane? Oh, the, Soul the, the Berenstain. Yeah. He's never seen Soul Plane. He's Jimmy Martin. He won't. Only if it's in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, soul. there's not one? Whoops. That soul plane's coming right at me. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, where are you swinging that big dick around? Yeah. <laughs> where? What? Where are all the places? What? You can watch me on KSL. You can... Swinging that dick around. Uh, watch me on Big Movie Mouth Off on Xfinity. Swinging that dick around. <laughs> you, can... <laughs> you can listen to me on Arrow. Swinging that dick around. Mediocre show. Swinging that dick around. Geek show. No. Dick around. Oh, damn it. And read me in slow. <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy. Wow. Oh, you got, you got yeah. leave a mark? Right in the cheek. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the actual dick. It's the tassel. No. no. Okay. Richard Roundtree. Guys. And ladies and gentlemen, rise in your cubicles yeah. and bow to our admiral, Gary Jackson. Yeah, rise in Woo! your cubicle. Rise and then bow? Rise up. It is. It is the first of May. It is the workers' day. Rise up in your cubicle. Do it. Revolt. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Shout out the Admiral's name as you burn the boss's office. Fuck Where? you, Janice! Take a shit in the shredder, Robert. <laughs> Ooh. That's going to be messy. Where yeah. can we find you, Kerry Jackson? Uh, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, Fuck you, Tracy! 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, mountains time. Yeah? Mountains time. Mm. Uh, but so, it also uh, is X, like it's X9's, also a podcast. It is also a podcast, but I'd rather you listen... Six to ten, Monday through Friday. But what if you live in New York City? Yeah, uh, Paulette lives in New York City. Yeah. She listens what? live every morning. We have right. listeners okay. in Brazil. How do you listen live every morning? Live there. She's online. She yeah, you can stream it. You can stream it. X96.com. One of my favorite. that shit. One of my favorite songs is about the first of May. It's first of May. First of May. Outdoor fucking starts today. It's a really good song. You guys who, who, to who, who sang that? Yeah, some guy. Some guy. Yeah. All right. Two uh, speaking of some guy, Excitable James, who uh, handles all of our merch. Do it! Uh, <laughs> no, that was terrible. Goddamn, you suck at this lady. What's I, going on? I, I Are think, you okay? Uh, he's less enthused when his wife is not here. So right. uh, it's uh, geekshowpodcast.com on the merch button there. James wants to get rid of all of our current merch. Because we need new merch. Well, we're, he wants to flush it all out because we, we're starting over with a different provider. And uh, and maybe some new merch probably would be... Like, summertime! And it's summertime, so you should. And he's and he's priced everything to move. Everything must go. And once it's gone, it's gone. Gone. So he's got some extraordinary price reductions on all the items there. He's also throwing in free sunglasses, sometimes more than one pair uh, was purchased. Uh, but uh, it's like I want the okay. shit out of my house. Yeah, all like, that shit's got to go. It's so. like a raffle. How many free sunglasses will you get? And then, and then uh, by the time summer starts, it'll be like a whole new thing. So that's dope. So we're, get it, get it. We're, we're releasing. We're releasing the summer seventeen line. So, so get it while the getting is good. Yeah. Uh, the first of May song is by Jonathan Colton. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he yeah. also has a great song about. Uh, uh, it, see, it's it's um, 
R.E. Your Brains. I think I.E. It's, your Brains, yeah. It's about yes. working in a cubicle. So working uh, in a cubicle. And uh, yeah. he also did the theme for Portal. Ah. Yeah. So, right. uh, first of May, it's a fantastic song. I mean, it's literally, it's the first of May. Outdoor fucking starts today. This is real? You're not just Lee George Cating us? That's also known as... Oh, turn down, turn down. Oh, that's real. Mm. Yeah, take off those clothes, girl. More direct. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this, is, this shit there. makes my penis soft. Here we go. Nice. There you go. There you go. Outdoor fucking starts today. Outdoor fucking starts today. May 1st, everybody. Good luck. Uh, Enjoy your hike. I'm serious. I, uh, that was going to make p- me put your face to sleep. It doesn't start for me ever because I don't want a potato bug crawl up my ass. <laughs> Again? Again. It's the pill bugs. It's the pill bugs that bother me. That's a potato bug. Oh, yeah. Utah kids call it that, don't you? Tater bugs. Tater bugs. That's tater great. bugs. The worst are the bugs. suppository pill bugs. Those are rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where, where I grew up, we called them pill bugs. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, now I call uh, them roly polies. It was uh, it was some months ago that uh, Jay confessed on this show. Confessed that uh, he had never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, which which all of us our jaws dropped. And subsequently, we had this big night at uh, the club at Fifty West, and we all watched it together because well, everybody wanted to. Jay doesn't remember. Jay doesn't remember it. I don't I'll have to watch it again. I don't remember much. Have you have you watched it again since that no, night? No, I don't even own a DVD. Why player. would he? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, like I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Like when I yeah, I didn't get a chance really to hear what you had no to like say about at it. at the end when it was all said and done. I leaned over to Jimmy. I was like, I enjoyed that. It's an entertaining movie. There was a, there was a resolve. I was like, oh shit, that mm-hmm. Spielberg kid knows how to cut a. Film. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And when the care. Nazis started <laughs> melting, I was like, oh shit, son. that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I ask you guys to try to think of some sort of geek confession akin to I've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Something that would make you make us all go, really? Can we get some confession music though? Oh, do you want yeah. you want something? I really do. Like because this white male screaming at me is just okay. I'm sorry about me that. Out of it. Right. <laughs> Let's see, what we got. Here. Well, yeah. no, that's that's like a little, little too a swinging confessional. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a three way. I'm happy to announce this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the Super Saturday Spring Sale. <laughs> let's see what. No, that's not. Let's try uh, a little bit of this here. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah that that's service. good. This <laughs> is this is solid confessional music. All right. Okay. <sighs> Can I have more white guy screaming? <laughs> oh no, man. Uh, you don't feel this? I'm just kidding. He's afraid the confessions are going to come out fast and furious now. <laughs> Yo, turn this up. This is fire right here. <laughs> is this fire? That's that's all the way up. That's how this soothing it is. This is really <laughs> good. It's not about fire. It's kind oh, of that, smoldering. That loud thunk upstairs as your wife went into a coma. Oh, no. Uh, so is, is, there, is there anything? Who would like to start? Welcome to the confession oh, episode. Man. Yeah. Uh, 
I've got a list. Well, You've got a really? list? I, I also yeah. made a list. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I just wrote it right now. I've only, I've got, only got one. I've only got one. Ten minutes ago, I had nothing. And now, That's true. Now we, I'm were, just gonna we were upstairs talking, and you had nothing. So. I've only got one. Does it, does it have to be geek related, or just like just things about me? I think okay. it's like I just want to let out. Just got to get us off my chest. I, I mean, I'd I like, it's like, like, like geek related. I'd shit. like it to be geek related, but if there's anything you want to tell us, that's... Jimmy's just like I hate everyone. And you guys, I've been holding mine inside for so long. Really? Since like the '80s. Tell us all since about the it. '80s. You've been holding this inside. It's going to smell. I can and it's tell. been reignited. <laughs> reignited. Okay. All right. This music. <laughs> I swear to God. Is Shannon going first? I'll go first. He's getting ready. Right. I can tell that. Okay. Can we dim the lights? <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying we this out loud. I've, I've been hold, like. Oh my God, we're dimming the lights. <laughs> this is fucking this Okay, thing. this is. All right. I don't think Blade Runner is that good. Oh. oh. Wow. I, I don't think Blade Runner is that good. Oh. And I could give. Two negative fucks about the sequel. <laughs> I have a paper oh, you should read. Man, <laughs> the one that you okay, wrote. I need, <laughs> I need. I need a little light. <laughs> Too damn. We're not making love in here. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, guys. And I've seen and I've watched it all the way through. I've seen all the fucking director's cuts, and it's like, what do I not see that everybody else sees? Hmm. Is there someone who can help Shannon with that? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because movie tastes, like, I don't movie think tastes are highly yeah. individual. Yeah, and, uh, I don't think don't... anything needs to be like judged or, or you know, okay. just tried to correct. This so, is a yeah. safe place. Yeah. This is a safe I have, place. I have right, right, tried like, to play Blade Runner for my wife a dozen times in the twenty-four years we've been together. I have tried. Mm. Yeah, Kat and she falls asleep. Yeah, yeah. for Blade Runner. Hey. Yeah, she can't. Yeah. She Me can't. too. She doesn't Sorry. Like it. Sorry. Sorry. You need like a little bamboo plant in the corner with a little waterfall. I know, right? Serenity. No, like two thousand one. 2001 A Space Odyssey too. Fuck that movie Okay well Oh I get, Vice I'm sorry, is gonna fucking haunt you oh I get that God. one And you know, and you know my uh, <laughs> My life partner I know He's gonna come get you now He's Yeah probably Jeffy Vice Love that movie That's like, his favorite movie It's like, his all time he, got, he tried to get me To watch that like 19 hey. times I'm like Shannon though mm-hmm. Yeah hmm? I feel you all right. This fucking music. That's interesting. Okay. Because I love both of those movies. This music, like, I'm though. not going to go watch the sequel because I don't care. Really? Yeah. Oh. But 2010? It's not bad. I, <laughs> I actually liked 2010. I did, but, too. Um, anyway. I, uh, all right. I Jimmy. Got, I got a bombshell. Oh, okay. Lee. Oh. What do you confess? Lee's going to step up now. I only like one John Williams score. <laughs> They're all the same. No, I only like the score to Star Wars. I, I hate. Everything John Williams has done. Indiana Jones can't stand it. E.T. What? Fucking E.T. E. Jurassic I hate, Park. I actually, I actually think I hate E.T. because of John Williams because I hate the movie E.T. <laughs> wow. with a passion. Wow. I don't, yeah, I, fucking music. Though. He only has one trick, and I heard it in Star Wars, and everything since then. But now, been, Jay, you heard the Indiana Jones movie with you first time hearing it. Don't you think that that is an iconic uh, soundtrack? Nah. Oh. <laughs> what? Nah. He's like, I was just drunk cuddling with Shannon. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was cool. Mm. I, I tried. I tried. Mm. I really did. Mm. I don't know about that. All right. Well, I think Danny Elfman's a better film composer. Whoa. 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 Oh. This is a safe place. Yes. Hey, hey, guys, 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 this is a safe place. Look, I, I, I like Danny Elfman, too. Yeah, I, so. I, you know, Boingo, my, yeah. one of my favorite bands. Oh, and, yeah. 
Thomas I think, but I, I would. Think, <laughs> I think John Carpenter with a Casio keyboard is a better composer. Ooh. I would. <laughs> I would. Now you're just being mean. <laughs> I would argue that that Danny Elfman's sound an awful lot alike. Absolutely. But, and all right, okay. But but those movies little. always sound different. It's Hans Zimmer. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Inception noise. Okay. No, but, uh, oh, I like but, that. But, but you know, talk about shit about shit. Seriously, when Spielberg did Lincoln, and you're fucking playing the score from Star Wars. Over the Gettysburg Address, it just doesn't work. Whereas when <laughs> which would be that dope, did not happen. It did in my head. I hear John Williams. I was like, da, 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 da. "That's Indiana Jones. It's Star Wars." Oh, huh? what? What is same, same fucking thing? No, so you he wrote wait, you heard sword. the Imperial March during the well that part, speech from Lincoln. That that that's amazing music. The Imperial Death March. That. I hear that That's one. That's probably shout. the greatest like score ever. Yeah, you think? Bum, bum, ba, bum, bum, ba, bum. Yo, Jurassic this, Park. Do y'all hear this music? Uh, though? I didn't like Jurassic Park. <laughs> you I actually don't no, like most Steven Spielberg movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, and any, anyone? Tony. Tony. Tony will go next. I got Tony. a doozy. What do you have to confess? All right. He's got a doozy. <laughs> I've never oh! finished more than one level of Super Mario sixty four. More than one level? Only one level, I think. And you Mario do our 64? games? I know. And you're our games guy. I never played Super Mario 64. Is it because you didn't like it? Or? Yeah, I just never got into it. This is so You know? So I don't really. know. Oh my god, this fucking music. I don't know. Wow. I mean, it's considered a classic by a lot of people. It is, it is. Super Mario 64 it just never grabbed me. You are wow. forgiven, my child. I don't know. Wow. And uh, along the same lines, I stopped. In the middle of disc two of Final Fantasy VII. No! <gasps> no! No! Yep. No. I did. So I it, got lost in the snow and I said, screw this! I'm out! So you never finished the game? <laughs> no. You, ne- you barely you, made it past Shinra Tower and then you, you gave never up. did Knights of the Round Table. What's that? Knights of the Round. There's no table. Final Fantasy VII has this part of the middle where you get stuck in a snowstorm, and if you don't turn left or right at the right time, you run around forever in a million years. And I spent about two hours on that, and I said, I'm done. Screw you, Final wow. Fantasy VII. Like, I gotta go t- uh, shower this week. <laughs> this exactly. music. This music is perfect, I swear. Okay. Wow. I got another one. Okay. I've never watched an entire episode of Star Trek, the original series. <gasps> oh! 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 oh. <laughs> Did oh. you just get triggered? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Well, it's not even one. <laughs> not even all. The closest thing I've seen to an entire episode of the original series the next generation was, one. Nope. Was oh. in watching uh, Deep Space Nine the when they tribbles? put themselves in the Tribbles episode. Oh, that's, that's the one oh. I mean. Okay. That's, yeah. what I was no. thinking. that's the closest thing I've seen to that's a whole no. episode of DS9. It, it was. Is. I it really is. enjoyed it. It's very good. <clears throat> Uh, well, not even one. Not a single one. Not even arena. Oh, I'm Nothing. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna piggyback on what you just said. What do you got? <sighs> Original series, Star Trek. Oh God, here it comes. Oh no, no, no. Kind of shitty. It's kind of shitty. It's not your. It's kind of shitty. It's not your bag, huh? Yeah, it's not my bag. Like I'm totally like this Team Picard, crazy. and like. I am and Team Picard in, like, 100% as well. Except for Voyager. As we all know, no. I fucking hate Voyager. Eh, but it inspired some good shit. Okay. This episode just, is I fucking crazy. I just got, I can't. I got I, another one. Oh, wait. Oh, you got Jesus. more, Tony? I got, I got three more. All right, well, then you, you do these and we'll, then we'll break and we'll okay. get to Jimmy's list. Because and... Jimmy's got a list. Now, this one you guys already know. I've talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the book Dune is poopy. 
Well, yes. Oh, we all do. Okay. Yeah. Did you say pooping? Oh, I think pooping. Lee likes it. Pooping. Lee likes the book. Pooping. Yeah. He's shaking his head. Oh, no, he nodded a little bit. This I don't know what he's doing. Lee, this is a safe place. It's I, a safe place. I think Dune's significant uh, and has not aged well. That's what I will follow up with. <laughs> right. I respect it for what it was and what it kicked yeah. off in the sci-fi genre. It's, it's like most, but it's I like don't most, like the book. Right. It's like most Philip K. Dick. You read it now and go, eh? Yep. But right. for what it was at the time okay. that it was. Somebody okay. should make this better. All right. Yeah. Right. Okay. This music, though. Also, I could never finish A Clockwork Orange. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my I God. I tried oh twice. Oh. Carrie's trying not to flip the table right now. Table. Oh, He's about sorry. to flip like, the fucking table. I'm sorry, table. Carrie. I'm right there with you, Carrie. Like, I'm sorry. Honestly, like. I mean, I can almost I'm, forgive I'm, that. Like, I'm, I tried. I can almost forgive that. It's I, the original I, series. I'm still. It's stuck in my craw. <laughs> stuck in my craw. One episode. Can I'm you not, give like, me one episode? I never said I will never watch Can one episode. Can you give me one episode? All right, I'll give All you right. an episode. Right. Turn about uh, God, but here's the thing. <laughs> I'm super, like, mad at you and disappointed. Oh, this time. is a safe place, though. Not anymore. You ruined it. So, uh, about Clockwork Orange? Yeah, is that what you're saying? I'll try again. I, I'll well, try again, I guess. I might be on that boat. Like, you gotta understand the theme. Tony, I might be on that boat with you soon. Just hang tight. Oh, okay. shit. Oh. And the last one is a more recent development. I, uh, I saw Rogue One in the theaters twice. And I, I fell asleep both times <laughs> in, in the middle oh, of the movie. That's what the oh, fuck! You just broke Jay. I'm sorry. Oh my god! Are you dead inside? I might be. As a result, How? I can't. I, I fell asleep twice. You know what? You know what, Tony? What? You know what? What? I don't want to sit at the kids' table anymore. Hey, oh no! You can't I, abandon I, the no. kids. Table. I have to. Uh, kids I have... hashtag kids table broke up. No. I have to. I have to piggyback on that one. Uh oh. I've I've owned. Rogue One and had the capacity to watch Rogue One for over a week. I still have it. Mine's still in the wrapper. <laughs> I think I, I that think the middle slice. the middle of that movie is a little bit boring. Shut No, I like the movie. I just I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I will got, say I, mean, I fell asleep that, twice. But, but I was twice? in recliner chairs I, both times, I, I, I think. I'm, no, I'm only just, one of them. I'm just shocked. It was. I, I, I can't. I'm you disgusted. you wanted this, Captain? I'm like, I'm yeah, this was your disgusted. idea. This oh, is the admiral. This this may be the last show. Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. I feel like well, that actually, no, and it might be the last show because you're shipping off to fucking Korea. <laughs> no, I've got this idea. And you might be murdered there. Oh, you, I'm me and Shannon. We just sit on the porch and we do a podcast about how disappointed we are in kids these days. Exactly. Don't yeah. hate me. Come on. No, I I made it back and I'll be back after this with Jimmy Martin. Woo. And maybe some of you. Uh, I don't know. I'll help. Hey, wait, what does that mean? I have much more to confess. I, I still want to be a part of this. Uh, Stand by. Broken News is next with uh, Jimmy Martin uh, reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And then we'll have some more of these confessions. And then all of those famous people. I, it was I, fun being on I the actually, show while it lasted. I actually, I, actually I hear a, you, Jimmy. When we come back, I have a sexy confession. Oh, good. All right. Yep. After these messages, we'll be right, right back. back. Don't kick me off. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, it is May, and that means Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May 6th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and everything in the store-wide is 20 to 50% off. Let's see what else is going on in the month of May at Dr. Volt's. The all-new comic based on the Injustice 2 video game is here. Superman is imprisoned, and it's up to Batman to put the world back together. All-new Guardians of the Galaxy are on the run again, this time from the Nova Corps. 
Cable returns this month to his own monthly series. With all of time hanging in the balance, will Cable fulfill his mission? Well, you'll just have to find out. Stargate Universe begins right where Season 2 of the acclaimed science fiction TV series ended with the crew and unwilling passengers of the Destiny set to cross a vast expanse of space with no margin of error. All fans of the show will find out what happens next. And of course, don't forget, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection always offers 10% off for all active and retired military. Support local business, get out of the house, make some new in-real-life friends. They're open seven days a week. Their whole service is free, and with that, you get a discount of 20% off purchases over $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free with that. 2043 East, 3300 South. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. It's May. It's May. The lusty month of May. Whether you're celebrating National Paranormal Day, that's May 3rd, National Star Wars Day, May 4th, of course, National Wine Day, May 25th, National Honor Our LGBT Elders Day, May 17th, or of course, Mom's Day, Sunday, May 14th, it looks like the month of May was made for Cabin Fever customers. Priding themselves in retro candy, hilarious books, tin totes, rubber duckies, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, and licensed merchandise, it's about time to drop in and meet them. For 35 years, Cabin Fever has been the store for eccentric folks with too much unique tastes. So visit Cabin Fever in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City, Utah. Stop in, meet the staff, say hello to Dave, tell him Geek Show says hey, thanking you for your continued support for shopping local. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Welcome to it. Yeah. Woo. All right. Uh, oh, I didn't get Jay's level. I'm sorry. Hey, it's all good. Jay this just walked in. We're doing, yeah. Bitch tits. Why'd you yell bitch tits? I don't know. I, uh, honestly, it's I've a been, family show, sir. It's uh, Sunday, and I've been awake since 8.30, you guys. Why did they take all the orange jelly beans? That's a first. It is. And I've been, then I've been drinking all day. Oh, that's good. <laughs> all right. Uh, bro- joining me for broken news, Shannon, Jimmy, Jay. Yeah! I, ma- I made black beans last night. They were just regular beans, but they were made by a black guy. <laughs> no, they were- shut up. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of what they were. <laughs> no, um, I made black beans with chicken. It was, it was good. What right. you gonna make tonight? Black tacos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Are you, are you making a white burrito? <laughs> Every day. Or Every damn day. White chimichanga. Or a, or a brown goulash? Uh, Not be a white goulash. I okay. fight. <laughs> I, I know. Food fight! Uh, let, this is broken news. Let's start with... Uh, I've got other stuff besides Guardians of the Galaxy, but we're going to get heavy <laughs> here for a moment. First, Jimmy's going to review the movie, and then I'm going to break down the soundtrack for you. Woo! Want to start into it now? Yeah, go ahead. It's terrible. Don't go see it. Oh, uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. We're seeing it tomorrow. <laughs> no, it, this is... um. I mean, it's one of those ones. That, it'll be spoiler free. I'm not going to give anything away. Yeah, I, I insist. Um, and even next week, spoiler free, not for a yeah, few weeks. Are we sure. going to go into detail? Uh, what I will say about this one is, once again, Marvel has done it in the sense that they took a same franchise and it's completely different. 
in the sense like, that the, like the, all the Captain America movies were like exactly. had a different feel. they were they yeah. were all tones tone, exactly tones different you'll hear in later in the interviews with James Gunn how the characters have all evolved you know it's it oh yeah stay it, till the end of the podcast for the celebrity interviews yeah. the the cast and director James um, Gunn my personal friend yes. so but it, there's so many things about this film like the, the the effects are fantastic Kurt Russell's a badass um God Zoe Saldana in uh. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Karen Gibbons. Is that Karen Gillan. Gillian. Gillian. Karen Gillan. Gillan. That's oh, it. Yeah. Uh, Nebula. I just beat the shit out of each other the entire movie. Uh, it's. I mean, there's there's tragedy in it. There's you know revelations. There's you know stay for the stay for the end credit scenes because there's five, five of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I will say this, not to give anybody's hopes up, unless they change it from what I saw. Still no connection to. Uh, Avengers or you know any no, Avengers. they're no. just on their own. <laughs> no, he, he said that it's the uh, Avengers movies that will do that. He, oh, okay. It's not his job to do it. Ah, okay, yeah. So. Uh, well, even like I say, even like a, one of the credit scenes, like they could show something you know from a different world. Yeah, and but nothing. No, uh, no. you will fall in love with Baby Groot in the first three seconds of the movie. That kind of bothers me already. What I just don't, I just don't want them to like. I just wanted, I don't want it to be so cute. You know, like just well, this will be it's, like the, I said, it, he's cute, but there's more tragedy than the first one. It's definitely not as lighthearted as the first one. Well, this will be the only time that you get Baby Groot because the next time you see the Guardians, four years will have passed. King Groot, and that will be the Avengers movie, and they'll be looking different, which means Groot will probably be even bigger than he was in the first Guardians. I know things, just so you know. <laughs> All right, King Group. Uh, but no, it's it. Chris Pratt's great in it. Uh, Zoe Saldana's a badass. Uh, Dave Bautista has one of the greatest laughs ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. he he almost steals the show. Uh, Track yeah. number one, Mister Blue Sky Electric Light Orchestra. James Gunn says, "I've always said that if the Guardians had a house band, it would be ELO." <laughs> and Mister Blue Sky is one of my favorite songs by them. We had a hard time getting the rights. We really had to fight to get the song, and I personally appealed to Jeff Lynn. Lynn had previously approved a song for the first movie. It ended up getting cut, which made him kind of pissed. But in the end, Gunn says, I think we made him an offer he couldn't refuse. I will say what they do. That's the very first song of the movie. And uh, what they do with that scene is fucking hilarious. That's what he says. It's one of the most awesome action sequences that he has ever shot. So and there's a reason, I can't, you guys, there's a reason I can't why. wait for tomorrow. Oh, the most hugely insane shot I've ever done, says. Yeah. Perfect to start the movie. Joyous, <laughs> joyous yet dark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, anything else you need that you can I, tell I wanna, us without telling us? I just don't want to give anything away. But I mean, it again. Marvel knocked it out of the park, mm. so I, I'm excited to see it again. I'm excited to see where the, these characters go. I and excited to hear me howl and act like an idiot tomorrow. Y'all should do it. Yeah. If, if y'all want to see somebody howl like an idiot, y'all should see me during Fast and the Furious Eight. <laughs> I, I, I. I I gave that movie like at least twenty five. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So yeah, I, I don't want to ruin a lot, but you know, I just you like it. okay. How many oh shit moments? God, like you know a my, lot. You know my oh shit. You know, yeah. You and, know. We've all and, seen a movie with me, and I'll be bringing tissue uh, okay. to the screening. Right? <laughs> you so might need it. That's what I hear. Uh, track number two: Fox on the Run from Sweet. I predicted Sweet would make it into the movie. They did not. Hmm. It's only in the trailer. Oh. But uh, there you go. I didn't predict this song either, so it's a trailer only. Let's go to track number three, Lakeshore Drive. Aliotta Haynes, Jeremiah. 
Who the fuck? Exactly. I know one thing I can tell you that I almost forgot. I think I, got, I think he's. I think I went to in high the uh, in the first uh, thirty seconds. though, you know how they uh, de-aged uh, was like Michael Douglas and, mm-hmm. and Robert Downey. Yeah, Kurt Russell, of course, from nineteen eighty. Uh, Lakeshore Drive is a wish so- you hadn't told me that, is a song that I grew up with, said James Gunn. It was a regional hit only in like St. Louis and Chicago, so a lot of people don't know it, but it is truly one of the catchiest songs ever written. I knew that there were a thousand places that I could have used it easily in Gar- Guardians because it's so easy to fit in there. Where's the hook? I, I want to hear the hook. All right, it's coming up. Because <clears throat> regarding hooks... That's what apparently Peter's mom is into. She's not a music snob. <laughs> China. <laughs> That's the hook. That, uh, that shit make me feel like I'm at a diner. <laughs> Next, track number four. Coachman? Yeah. Track number four. <laughs> You'll be pleasantly surprised. Come try a trout. <laughs> Uh, the Chain, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, okay. I like this song. Mm-hmm. All right. I he like said, songs that start like this. He said it's one Kick of the most uh, important songs in the movie. Uh, let's see. He also says that all four members of Fleetwood Mac had to see how he was going to use it in the movie before they agreed. <laughs> Jesus. So. I love songs yeah. that start like this. Kick drum, kick drum, kick drum. Here it is. The songs have always been a way of representing Peter Quill's mom, Meredith, in the movies. Gunn has a pretty good sense of her. She's a music lover, but she's uh, completely not elitist. It's not something that's thought of as goofy and pop. She likes it. If it's cool or fun, she likes it. She just likes hooks and melodies. She's a very quirky young girl who fell in love with, you know, as it ends up, an alien. (laughs) So here we go. He says, this is one of the more important movies, uh, songs in the movie, he says. You can I, tell that the songs he selects are that impactful, because as we're doing this, I can see every scene that they're going mm-hmm. into. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Track number five, a song that I was familiar with, because I am a huge fan of Sam Cooke. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so many people have done versions of the song, but song. I think Sam's is the best, mm-hmm. frankly. It's Bring It On Home to Me, mm-hmm. Sam Cooke. If you ever... Somebody get changed tonight, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Leaving, baby. Sam Cooke, man. Oh, Leaving that ass. Bring it to mm. me. Bring it, baby, back. I'll tell you what. Between Sam Cooke and Al Green, you will get laid. Yeah, you will get laid. <laughs> uh, this one, he says, is just a really beautiful song in Quill's mind. It's about Quill and Gamora. Oh, I thought this was about <clears throat> you know, Thanos and death. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him home to me. Track number six, an odd choice, I think. Fuck yeah, no, this is good. What is this? Southern Nights. (laughs) Have you ever felt the Southern There's some odd choices on this. Southern Nights? But they all, I'm telling you right now, they all work. They all work. Glenn Campbell, 1977. Fucking Glenn Campbell. God bless him. I had Southern Nights, so... <laughs> live, live, live you know, uh, for six you know Glenn's got uh, so. Alzheimer's. Yeah, he's on my Deadpool. Just so you know. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Did you watch that documentary? Sad as fuck. I know. I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an Alan Toussaint uh, song. Childhood favorite for Gun. It's a little bit different of a flavor for the movie. So I like it though. All right. So. Nights. Uh, track number seven. You know this one? 
It's Tupac. No. Okay. Biggie. Uh, Not no. everything is Tupac or no. Biggie. But Jesus. But uh, the artist was Flo sued. Rider. The artist was sued for this song. I know that little riff. George Harrison. Oh. From the Beatles? My Sweet Lord. Uh, He says it's one of the first songs that I picked out to try to use in the movie. It has a little bit to do with the origin of Ego, uh, played by Kurt Russell, of course. And there's this big creation myth about how he came about, and it was kind of lined up with that. I've always been into Hindu creation myths. I can't wait to see this And there's some similarities there. He doesn't hold back. I'm going to say it. Like, yeah. I think some people actually might be, I wouldn't say confused, but like, I mean, he do, he kind of goes balls out in this. Really? I know I'm going to cry. I just know it. <laughs> I know it. So anyway, this is, uh, there's that track number seven. Track number eight. Yep. <clears throat> Brandy. Song from 1972 from band Looking Glass. I fucks with this. Brandy, you're a fine girl. I hit the post. This is insertion music. <laughs> we were all singing this on the shuttle going back to the hotel. It's, <clears throat> he says, it's always a song I'm sort of tra- uh, sadly tragically related to. Plays a key emotional role in the movie, appearing in the very first scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... I got a question. Like, so there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion in this. Yeah, a lot of feels. Well, see, okay, this is the, what I'm about to say is gonna. It, I still get. I, I, I was in a conversation with some people. We were all talking about how much we love the first one. We were all yeah. out of brewies. and a person mentions that I hate that this movie is you know using the mom like dying of cancer as a point for this movie. What are you talking about that? Exactly. We all. How like, is it not a point? Hey, I like, got a. They, I have a prediction. Person, the person said it was corny. That's bullshit. Yeah, That's bullshit. trust me. Like the people that were in this conversation, we were doing our best. We're because, like, like who, who I've lost we, friends to cancer. Yes. Like we've all, we've all, almost everyone's lost someone yeah. to cancer, and so we were just like all looking at this person. Like, do you want to get fucking hit in the mouth right now? I just don't understand that statement. Yeah. I, and, and you don't have to tell me if I'm right. Yeah, I got a prediction about this movie. Don't okay. don't don't yell it out. I won't say anything <coughs> if you're right or wrong. No, I think uh, I think old uh, uh, ego is uh, gave gave her cancer with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know, fellas. I'm going to say you, I can't say anything. Planet. I can either confirm or deny that that James Gunn included his dick. <laughs> HPV. Um, planet. Human planet virus. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Track number nine. 1964. Jay and the Americans. Come a little bit closer. Uh, One of the oldest songs on the soundtrack scores an action scene that Gunn previewed at Comic-Con where the heroes enjoy a little bit of ultra-violence while it's playing and it's really fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there it is. Here's the hook. That's track number nine. <laughs> track number ten. Oh, I want to watch this again. We're seeing it tomorrow. I know. Ooh. Uh, this is one that's uh, it's a deep cut. What's this? Shit, you about to get deep on this. Oh, yeah. This is a band called Silver. The song is called Wham Bam Shangalang. Oh, I'm adding this to my fuck tape. 
Um, fans and friends have been proposing 70 songs to Gun for the uh, new soundtrack. He doesn't need any, I promise. <clears throat> he doesn't need any help because he <laughs> sent me messages back saying, I got this. Well, he told me in person. <laughs> yeah, and almost always he's heard them before, but when he, someone sent him this tune, it was entirely new to him. And he loved it. He said it was so weird. For a minute, I wasn't sure if I was being tricked because I had never heard the song. I wasn't sure if this was a modern band doing a retro version of a song or if it was actually an old song. Hmm. So, here's the hook. We got a win. Yeah, this is fuck tape music. I'm adding this. To, what's on your it's, fuck tape? It's volume two. Oh, yeah, right. you have a fuck tape volume two? Oh no, this is awesome mix volume two. No, I know that, but I mean, like, it needs to be on fuck tape. Oh yeah, I get. I think we, all, we all have Mine. a fuck tape. Mine's mostly Al Green and Sam Cooke and some Pink Floyd and Crowded House. I was singing this one all night after I saw it. This is such a great song. Nineteen seventy-eight, Cheap Trick, Surrender. Goddamn, I love Cheap Tricks so much. And you want to know the reason it's in the movie? Why? He's repaying a favor. <laughs> Cheap Trick let him use "If You Want My Love" in the twenty eleven film Super. Oh yeah, yeah. That he made for next to nothing, and so this is his payback. This is how. So you can pay. I'll, us give, back. You some, I'll give you some Disney money. Here you go, some Disney dollars. I don't know. It's... Never heard that song. Nah, man. So good. Not heard it. Nah, man. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't, right. I don't fuck with all of this. It's That's cool. Right. It's I'm, okay. I'm learning. Like, hey, I do have a question. What song? What year did Magic Man come out by Heart? I, uh, I fucking love that song. Late seventies. Yeah, think. like I just because I that was one song that I was like, yeah. I hope it's in here. It's not. You know what I'm I like, like that they're doing? I think I need to go look back at the old like teaser trailers or something like that. You know, because I swear there are scenes where. Something's going on. I want to ruin anything, but they added things in the movie that like changed what's really going on, mm. and so it's like I love that because it means they're not ruining it anymore. You know, mm. this, this is uh, Cat Stevens, if you want father and son. Cat Stevens can make me cry. I am old, it's so easy, but I'm happy. Uh, now I'm guessing father and son because mm. ego and Chris, ego and Chris, yeah. Or maybe, or maybe Thanos and when you found yeah. <laughs> something going on. I like to think all the emotional songs are about Thanos. All right, now the next one. Oh shit! <laughs> are you fucking for real? Oh my god! You had to have a band from outer space. Oh my god! Right? I used to get my ass beat to this record, dog. Y'all don't even understand. Parliaments. Flashlights. P-Funk. Wait, can you just start that over, kid? Like, I just want to hear, like, hear the, the break. Right. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> uh, he, says, um, he says, you'll see how it's used. It's just one of my favorite funks. Oh, my God. Now, here's the, the last one. <clears throat> This is that David Hasselhoff shit. This is weird. This won't. This has got to be over the credits, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is all fucked up. Work. Now this is called Guardians Inferno, and it's by David Hasselhoff and the Who. Well, it's the Sneepers. The Sneepers. That means pussy. Is that right? Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. So this is written by James Gunn. 
And so he's channeling that old Star Wars Miko hit from oh, the 70s. You know? Turn this shit up. Wait till David Hasselhoff shows up. It's fucking ridiculous. And nothing can prepare you yeah. for David Hasselhoff rapping about Star-Lord. Uh, he, he picked David Hasselhoff because he, he thinks that uh, Hasselhoff would probably be one of Peter Quill's childhood heroes. I will say this with this song. You know, in usually Marvel credits, they show the scene and you have to sit there and wait with the black screen with music playing. You know, there's still shit going on, like, while just the normal credits are playing. Like, just hilarious. Uh, here are the uh, lyrics. Getting, getting down and dirty with a Procyon no, logo. Has off well, I, I, I need to explain the first one because it, he doesn't make any sense. Okay. Getting down and dirty with a Procyon Lotor. Got no people skills, but he's good with motors. Now, Procyon Lotor, Lotor is a raccoon. So James Gunn was quite proud of that rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Should I be scared? You should be. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, that weird thing by his side is an infantilized sequoia. Getting down and dirty with a pussy on the Got no people skills, but he's good with motors. That weird thing by his side is an infantilized sequoia. The two of them walk by, people say, oh boy. Okay, I see you. bringing a baby into battle that's really irresponsible and getting them rattled. I think it me a break. Get off of my back. I didn't learn parenting. My daddy was a planet. Sound hustle proud. Sound hustle proud. Hey. Sound hustle proud. Sound hustle proud. What are they shouting? I don't. Me and Egg tried to figure it out. We couldn't figure it out. That's fucking. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, That's kind of cool. Yeah. It, it doesn't say on the. Turn start it back sheet. up. I want to hear him rap more. <laughs> I think he's done. I think. No, he's no, done. there's more. Is there? Uh, I just like. Uh, well. Anyway, <clears throat> they gonna play this shit at high school proms. I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, so uh, I told you about how many years will have passed between this movie and Infinity War. Speaking of volume soundtracks, the Guardians of the Galaxy theme park ride has its own soundtrack. Uh oh, yeah. And I wish I would have been on the team. In these times of hardship, yes. just remember. <laughs> Holy fuck! What the fuck? So I know, funny. I know yeah. what happened, right? Uh, anyway, so here's the um, the ride is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. The story is the Guardians have been captured by the Collector, so they need to escape. This is the Tower of Terror ride in, in mm-hmm. California Adventure. All of the film's stars return. James Gunn shot sequences for the ride. Every time someone goes on Mission Breakout, they will get one of six random rides. The song will be different, the video will be different, and the ride itself, the up and down of the escape pod, will be different. That's genius. There are no longer elevators, they're escape pods, and the reason that they're going up and down is Rocket is hot-wiring them. Uh. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the, the thing you have to, to give yourself. Now, well, it's like Star Tours. The, yeah. the Imagineers that helped pick these songs had 100 songs. And they all got together with headphones and, and their own personal players, and they narrowed it down to these six because they said these six gave the best yeah. ride. So you've got Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Pat Benatar. Yeah. yeah. Give Up the Funk, Parliament. Nice. Born to be Wild, Steppenwolf. <laughs> I Want You Back, The Jackson Five. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Free Ride by Edgar Wintergroup. 
and uh-huh. Burn in Love by Elvis Presley. These are all great. So uh, download all of those. That ride opens May 27th. You know what's crazy <clears throat> is is like mixtapes. All right, 50 Cent in 2003, when he came out with his debut album, Get Rich or Die Trying, he was selling mixtapes like crazy. And like mixtapes is now, mixtapes was a hip hop thing. Now mixtapes. No, that's white that's kids bullshit. always. Do. I know that. No, but I'm saying that's why we made it for our girls. Oh, hold on, hold exactly. on, exactly. Hold on, hold on. We call them fuck tapes. Anyway, <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's just like it's just crazy to me now that we call them uh, we call them flip tapes. Okay, fuck, man. All right, Mi- all right. Mixtapes originally, then like more, uh, I guess, white rock culture. I don't know, fuck. But then, it, then it shifted I was doing over. The, I was doing the seventies. It so. shifted over to the, ah. to the hip hop culture, and now it's just a Disney thing. Like I, I just never thought that mixtapes would no, be a it's, Disney. No, it's, it's it's because this this it's, his mom comes from right. the eighties and and she got mixtapes from her boyfriends and all of that and so mm-hmm. she just made a mixtape for her kid. But she has cancer. That's corny. It's corny. Fuck. Fuck you. No, we used to make mixtapes. There's hell. There's a movie about it called yeah, High like, Fidelity. Yeah, High Fidelity yeah. is a great movie with Jack movie. with the early Jack Black. That's right. It's a great movie. Before you knew who he was. John Cusack. Unless you watch Mr. Show, you knew who he was. (laughs) But you get what I'm trying to say, though. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't mean it. Um, uh, Broken news. You're trying to appropriate our culture, and I don't like it. That's what you're doing. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what, dog? Hey, Uh, uh, hey, dog. Hey, dog. Uh, I'm sorry. I liked that post, by the way. (laughs) Um, uh, Broken news uh, continues. Which post? Um, Logan, black and white. Coming to theaters one night only, May 16th. I'm going to get hammered and go watch So this will be Logan in black and white. I let people like, get excited about it, but it comes out on Blu-ray pretty soon, and every TV has a setting where you can put it right back to black and yeah, white. Yeah, but this is on the big screen. This is on the big screen. Uh, uh, let's see. James Mangold said that uh, it won't be on TV. Um, if you're a hardcore, loving Logan fan, uh, the uh, to make a great black and white version of a film, the whole thing's got to be regraded and timed shot by shot, he says. So, but it's sure. now he doesn't. There are no show times I checked, and uh, so just be watching. It'll be May sixteenth, one night only. Hmm. Uh, we got uh, release dates for the new episode nine and Indiana Jones movies. Episode hmm. nine set for release May twenty fourth, twenty nineteen, and the new uh, Indiana Jones movie July tenth, twenty twenty. Harrison Ford will be seventy eight <clears throat> at that time. Uh. Just saying, I think it's silly. That Steven Spielberg insists that only he can play Indiana Jones. How many James Bonds have we had? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, you want the dates for the Avatar movies? I didn't no, think so. No, nobody does. No. I, I do. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Okay. I'm the one person that actually enjoyed the film. Okay. Uh, December 18th, 2020. December 17th, 2021. So he's taking over Christmas. December 20th, 2024. Slow down so I can put these in my- And December 19th, 2025. Uh, let's see. Deadpool 2, June 1st, 2018. I don't care. Uh, Dark <laughs> Phoenix. X-Men Dark Phoenix, November 2nd, 2018. You want some of this Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. And uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, as you, as we said uh, earlier, Goldblum is in the Jurassic World sequel. Oh, jeez. Uh, so there you go. He's also in something else. Uh, you got, all right, Guardians. Yeah. And for our DC friends, we're terribly sorry, even though I predicted it. Powerless pulled from the NBC yeah. schedule, which sucks. Like I'm sorry, I it think it's funny. Show. It it was was I think show. it's funny. As Here's fun. the thing: I was shitting on it before it came out. I became a fan of it, uh-huh. especially Van Wayne. Yeah, hilarious <laughs> motherfucker. No, Alan, Alan, and- Alan Tudyk is hilarious in that. Well, character. and so is. Uh, Danny, what's his name? Was it Ron Danny Funches Pudi. too? Danny Pudi and Ron Funches and, is hilarious. And, yeah, th- is that the uh, black feller? I only watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I only watched. Uh, you guys can't hear it, but I'm shaking the fuck out of my head with my eyes closed right now. I watched him compete on uh, Chopped. He did really good. I only watched two episodes of it, but Kat says that the worst part of the show was the main character. I yeah. I wanted more of Van Wayne. I wanted him more and more. And I just, liked Vanessa Hudgens. She was okay. Uh, she was okay. Uh, anyway, anything else before we uh, go? Uh, I've also got uh, uh, something from uh, Travis the Pieman. Oh, anything before we go? No, I'm drunk. Did you did you finish watching uh, Bates Motel season finally? Holy shit! Did you? Yeah, they they went off the book, but they, God, it turned out good. They turned out they? okay. Yeah, they, it like turned out I was fine. like I I was really surprised that I cried for that piece of shit. Yeah, Norman Bates. I know, right? Right? You're like, oh, Norman, I get it. Too bad about Chick, though. I thought that was too bad. Okay, they fucked over Chick. Though. Fucked over Chick. I got Wait, sorry. I got some quick things. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to be at Wise Guys Ogden this weekend, just uh, opening for Mary Mack. Uh, so come talk to me then. Um, May 11th, I'm going to be doing something up at the Capitol, um, doing a show up there. Yeah, like the, the mayor's dinner. Or, um, yeah. Doing performing for mayor's the mayor. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm performing for the mayor. Jackie Biscoopski. Uh, no, not, no. Not the, not uh, not shit, the city mayor, the county mayor? I think it was McAdams. Yeah, Brian, Ryan McAdams. Brian McAdams. Whatever. That ben McAdams. Ben McAdams. I'm going to be doing that. And then, Who the uh, fuck is he? What's he doing? He's the county mayor. And then May 25th, <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Comedy, um, as they're doing their third anniversary, uh, third year anniversary show. We, um, I'll be on that mm-hmm. celebrating Nicholas Smith and Aaron Orlovitz. Those are good people, so I'll right. fuck with them. Uh, oh, uh, Travis the Pyman uh, said he wanted to let us all know that the Geek Show year in reviews for 2015 are completed, mm-hmm. and you can download all four of the MP3 versions at geekshowyearinreview.blogspot.com. Uh, he takes his time on his commute yeah. on, the, on the train and, and cuts them up. He says, I have first and second quarter files on YouTube right now with the third and quarter, uh, fourth quarter files going up uh, very, very soon. Uh, if you search Geek Show Year in Review on 2015 to find them, uh, 2016 should be done by the end of May. It's amazing what you can do when you have all that free time on your train commute. We need a glossary. We well, legit need a glossary. And also, we got to start thinking about it. next year is the 10 year. 10 year. Yeah, we Ooh. just we just a few weeks ago passed the nine year. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I just so, yeah, just for all those other uh, you know others want to be uh, geek shows out there that you know that have that. Same handle. I see you on Twitter. <laughs> Weak ass fuck boy. Nine years. Bitch. Well, plus the radio. Yeah, plus was, the radio. This yeah. was six or seven years before. Nine that. years. So like 15 years. Yeah, 15 right. years we've been owning this. Been name. here for a minute. Uh, so, Geek Show Year in Review.blogspot.com. Travis works hard on those, and thank you very much, Travis. Anything else before we get back to the episode Outdoor Huggin'? What? <laughs> that was the name of the episode, Outdoor Huggin'. <laughs> what? I, I, don't I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Can, it was a fourth episode. That was a fourth it was. Episode. Did we? Oh, did we get a name for your character? Uh, we're toying with some names. I got, I've got some great suggest. So many great suggestions. I can't decide. I know you're like James Gunn right now. I know. I can't decide <laughs> on the name. But uh, anyway, uh, back to it. It is outdoor hugging and stay till the end. Jimmy's interviews with the cast and director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. China. China. Please right. to enjoy. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet, and don't know where to start. 
This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Black Velvet Boutique, I've had a lot of Geek Show podcast listeners thank me for introducing them to Black Velvet Boutique. Well, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique want to thank you for stopping by. They're located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's a sexual wellness resource, locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. Uh, The staff's really supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. I mean, talking about sex can be uncomfortable, if you let it. Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. You're free to just shop anonymously or, you know, don't be shy. Engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building an honest dialogue and relationship with their customers and helping people make informed decisions. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask about their free workshops as well, blackvelvetboutique.com, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Hey, everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Cat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. Ah, thank you very much. Oh, oh no, that's no. baby. <laughs> that's yeah. baby making no, music. That is. Yeah. Well, let's go back to the meditation music that we had. Okay, there's the meditation music that we had. I need some Kataro and then some Enya because this is. God, I feel like I'm walking Boy, you just, to you a just, chapel about to be judged. I know. So you just you just pulled up a memory. All right. Um, <laughs> hey guys, gonna come back in. <laughs> All right. So until you admit Rowan America made the worst Godzilla movie, now, not uh, the best. <laughs> now coming up, coming up, uh, Jimmy has interviewed the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, pretty much, including James Gunn, which, Part two! which is a guy I would I would just love to go have a drink. I just with. want to talk to him about I Slither. Do. I've, for a I've week. talked to him before. Um, Kat and I met him at the Critics Choice Awards, and he would just sit there by himself, and we walked past, and I was like, I think that's James Gunn. And sure enough, I just I kind of looked at him like, like you know, that little like. Yeah. Brain kind of thing. Look at it, and I go. I would. That's fucking James Gunn. I would just done it four times at Brewies before he was James. Before Gunn. he was the Back James Gunn that we knew. When he is uh, Tromas James Gunn. Yeah. Tromas James Gunn. One Great question guy. I'm going to ask him is because I was in Hall H when they announced. I don't think he was even attached as a director yet when they said Guardians of the Galaxy, and it 
and a collective, oh, huh? Exactly. <laughs> we all were doing. You that. guys ready for this? You you need to find the episode. It's actually out there. Um, we were recording when James Gunn was announced as the director of Guardians, and I even said, "You called it." I said. Holy shit, James Gunn is directing Guardians of the Galaxy. And you all, you guys were all like, bullshit! <laughs> Marvel's not giving James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy. So I felt bad. And here we are. And then I yelled right. at Tony. After the well, show. Let's, yeah. uh, let's get back to some uh, confessions. Jay, uh, Jay says he has one. Um, you started this. I know. Like, uh, <laughs> this is your fault. Well, Tony, you, you're, you, I'm all, you okay? I'm okay. I mean, I'll bruise, be bruised for a little while, but I'm all right. All right, um... I'm Straight, all, this is a straight-up confession. I'm all confessed out. And my mother can confirm this. Okay. Uh, I went to go see Jurassic Park in the theaters when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I got so scared that I cried and left the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will confess that I love Jurassic Park so much because it broke me up with that Eskimo monkey girl. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Uh, for the record, uh, Carrie was there. J- Shannon has drank this entire bottle of gentleman Jack. Not such a gentleman anymore. Anyway. Entire bottle. What happened was is, a, is that we wanted to see it uh, in uh, THX, that. and there was only one theater that had it at the time, and we just we went during the day because I, I mean I get off the air at ten, I'm done with work at like one, and and so we went. I think I was a bartender then. You were, and yeah. so you were working nights, and we went, and I remember when the. When the T Rex is coming at them, you, you Shannon were. was kicking the front seats in front, the seats in front <laughs> oh of us, God. because because it was going to eat him. You know, he was like, ah! You, know. you were actually working <laughs> at the uh, at the X Ray Lab I was. at the University that's Hospital. That's right. When the when the T Rex was coming through the sunroof, that was. Oh yeah, he that, was, no. That's when I. That's when I. I yeah, ran, that was I it. ran uh, out. No, he over. was he was kicking at the seats to keep the T Rex away. Because uh, I I, yeah. hap- I happened to you have, ran uh, out ran out crying. I like, to have been on the <laughs> like a straight up punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the short list of people the Eskimo monkey person would call when that person couldn't find Shannon. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? All right. Now, Jimmy made a list. Yeah. James Martin, what do you have to confess? I've got the two first things I wrote. I think I've said them before in this show, but they're not geeky. So, But everybody's been geeky, so I'll just ignore them. No, no, you can do it. Turbulence scares the shit out of me, and I fly a lot, and I get really nervous and think that their plane's going to crash hmm, all the time. <laughs> that's really sweet, Jimmy. Uh, when I get off and on elevators... I think it's going to collapse and crush me in between. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> oh, like it'll slide down when you're stepping through. Yeah. So I, if you ever watch yeah. me go to an elevator, you'll see that I do a hop, skip, and a jump. <clears throat> like I go, oh. Try <laughs> it fast. All right. Uh, geek stuff, though. Okay. Not a fan of David Lynch or his movies. Really? Yeah. Huh. Really? Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive, and The Lost Highway Can Suck It. Oh, really? I cannot fucking wait for the. I've never seen those. For what, the. What did you think of? For Twin Peaks, I can't wait for it to come back. No, I will so say sad. I've never seen Twin Peaks. It's okay. uh, yeah. it's never largely seen. awful. Well, Shut but that largely so are his movies. I don't like dude, movies. dude, you know you. you you know how I feel about Twin Peaks. I love. Twin I think Peaks. the second season is good. I think the second season is horrible. I thought it was going to get more shit about that. Okay. I'm oh, no, no, David hey, Lynch, hey, David Lynch is one of those He was my go-to director for 20 years. A lot of people, yeah. And uh, now I look back on it and go, okay, I would really like this guy to maybe tighten up his game a little bit. Yeah. But when he's on, like, Elephant Man's phenomenal. Oh, it's, amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite movie he made was uh, the one about the guy that on the tractor. 
uh, the, straight the straight story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that not really a good movie. David Lynch. But, I mean, it's David Lynch. But you he know what made mean? it. <laughs> I get it, but you know what I mean. It's not, <laughs> the, it's not the ones I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> that was sad. Gentleman Jack <laughs> coming yeah. out to say hi. Jesus so, Christ. <laughs> so I'm a completist, and I've actually spent hard-earned money, and I bought Batman and Robin on Blu-ray. Oh, oh, oh what? Jimmy! Oh. Wait, um, you scrutinize what? I, can, I guess yeah. I can't say nipple anything, suit and everything. Yeah, mm, I, I feel mean, bad. About I, o- it. I only have Batman Returns on Blu-ray. You know, what? I don't have any of them. Catwoman. I'm gonna Meow. get shit for this. This is just as of now, as I wrote this down. Um, I've given up on all CW shows. And oh, I know that all? All of them, yeah. Dude, Flash. Even one of them. I just Legends, you know, man. Same. Flash. Even, even the one hundred. <laughs> yeah, even the one hundred. <laughs> All of them. I, really? don't, crazy I don't give a shit anymore. I, every time I was watching Flash, I was like, this is the same shit, different day. Well, they, I don't care they, anymore. They are, uh, unfortunately, a little too married to the soap a- opera elements. Era, era was a given, mm-hmm. but Flash is the one that I was always really into. And I just when did I you kept stop? Watch. When did you stop? Uh, towards the beginning of the season. Oh, so you got really good this season with and Avatar sure, and everything? Yeah. Really I'm cool. Really I'm cool. saying, like, maybe when they come out on DVD or Blu-ray, <laughs> I'll watch them mm-hmm. then. But I just, as of now, I just don't give a shit. I want, mm-hmm. like, five people that I know that loved the... Uh, Musical crossover. It was that, good. Make that six and seven. I thought it was my, good. My wife clapped and cried. Yeah, the entire thing. my wife loved it. I thought it we was good too. We are super friends. You know, you know who wrote that. You know who wrote that. Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Now I will say, as I say that though, I do love that. My I have to, each week. My wife goes, "You want to watch Flash?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good. Oh. I'll just be upstairs." But I love that my wife does. Yeah, just, I think that's awesome. Uh, here is a. Handful of movies I have never seen. Oh, okay. let's see. Citizen Kane, Raging Bull, Citizen Kane. You have not seen. I, uh, I'm with you there, Raging Jimmy. Bull. I've seen, I've seen scenes, but I've never seen from start to finish. <laughs> never seen. Raging Whoa, Bull. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot. I can name a lot of movies you haven't seen. Like I know. Batman Legos. I know, right? <laughs> and Logan, <laughs> like Batman right. Legos. <laughs> but that that just seems you like see Pete's dragon carry. <laughs> The new Pete's Dragon? No, no I, I totally understand that Raging Bull is a classic. That's that's one of those it. that I would, you know, think that you would... I own it. I've got, like, the Scorsese box set. Okay. I just never got to it. All right, okay. Uh, Comedy-wise, I've never seen Some Like It Hot. That's uh, a great movie. You know what? Wow, okay. Never okay. Seen, and it's always, like, a number one on AFI's list and yep. stuff like that. All right. I've never Jack, seen it. Jack Lemon and Address. Uh, classic movies, I've never seen Logan's Run or Flash Gordon. You're not missing much. That's whoa, what I whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Logan's run I can forgive because <laughs> which, which of, because of when it was made. Right, but we're talking Sam J. Jones, Flash Gordon. I saw. Did we? We did it. We showed it on movie night. I saw, but like to me, that's not watching it. You know what I mean? Like everybody's screaming and shit. You weren't absorbing it. Yeah. Plus, we spent most of our time in the bar. Yeah, that's true. Also, he wasn't born until after that movie was made. Shut up! No, that was 1980. He was born in 83. He was born in 83. I'm just admitting what I haven't seen. All right. And the two uh, more recent sci-fi films, and I do want to see these. uh, Moon. Yep. Moon is Moon is so very good. good. Very good. And the one I feel bad about is uh, Children of Men. Oh, that oh one's my really Jesus good. Christ. That has that has a, uh, a one camera shot scene yeah. in the middle of it that mm-hmm. is just phenomenal. No, I saw the first. Start. I saw the first half oh, hour and I fell asleep. Yeah. Okay, and we, I just never got back to it. We just rewatched it recently. So much. It. It's so fucking good. It's really, and, and really book, good. We, the book it's based off yeah. of is terrifying. We did watch it again because. Sue has said she will leave me for Clive Owen. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's just such a good movie. And then, have, have you and Sue watched uh, Shoot 'em Up? 
Yeah. That's there, a great there are two, 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 two movies. Shoot 'em up is one of the most amazing movies of all time <laughs> that nobody's ever because seen. Because it's the story yeah. of Bugs Bunny. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> there there are two movies that you haven't seen that I'm surprised by. Which one? You haven't seen Citizen Kane. I've seen Citizen Kane. You have now? I've seen it many times. Why didn't I think you never saw that movie? I don't know. Yeah. I've seen. I haven't seen it because I don't know how. I was. I remember having this conversation with somebody saying, "I don't know how Jimmy made it through film school without seeing Citizen Kane." That's but, bullshit. I've seen uh, that movie tons of okay, times. Okay, so Crack and I are reacquainted. Mm. Uh, Rock and Rolla. I've not seen Rock and Rolla. And we're gonna watch that. Yeah, we're gonna oh, watch it. We want to watch, watch, watch it this it. weekend. We just you got to do. You got to do your homework. I do have to do my homework. <laughs> I got an interview coming up. <laughs> yeah, you got to see his best movie before his next best movie. Yeah, no, out. that's that's it, on the slate. That because uh, yeah. we were, I was actually was trying to find it either streaming or Blu-ray or so FYE, good. and all of a sudden Egg just goes, "Yeah, I've got it." Yeah, I got <laughs> it. This will be a this will be a weird occasion. Be giving you a movie. Like, <laughs> so. I love British gangster. Like it's I love my, Guy Ritchie's it's movies. My favorite. Genre, especially film. swept it's away. Like swept away. Gangster films. Oh, and, are and my last confession: going to the theaters the other day. Yes, I am really. Really, really fucking excited for Cars Three. What? Yeah. Wait. Watch the are trailer. You being, are you being serious? Watch the trailer. I mean, it looks like pretty, but no. It look. I think it's be fucking rad. Huh. I think they got a new writer or something. I don't know what it is, but it looks fucking awesome. What's hmm. Pixar? Cars Two is a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Pixar. Cars, Cars One is just Doc Hollywood. But like, there's Pixar's Doc Hollywood. That's all it is. With Michael J. Fox. Uh huh. Yeah. How many times yeah. did we watch that movie in '91? Like every time it was on. There's, but there's, high as shit, eating ice cream cake, looks, watching Doc Hollywood. Oh, uh, wow. It looks gorgeous, <laughs> and I think they're just making Days of Thunder, which is even better. But uh, I don't know. Like When I when I, when it came up and said Cars 3, I leaned over. I think Kat was there, and I go, I'm fucking excited for a Cars movie. <laughs> That's not, weird. This is not right. That's weird. <laughs> that is really weird. So uh. there's my confessions. Judge me for all you want. I don't care. Yeah, me too. All right, well, see now, based We've on done it. based on your <laughs> conversations, wait, wait, wait. the boat. Wait, Karen, <laughs> do this. Here you go, comes up by me. Based on your conversations, I I extrapolated a few. Oh, uh, I've never seen Doc Hollywood. <laughs> to start off with, yeah. uh, I would That's say cool. it's, I'd That's say it's fine, Mike, Carrie. It's You're doing J. such a good job, Carrie. <laughs> it is Michael J. Fox's seventh best movie. Huh. There are a lot of those. You know, after Star Wars, there was just a a, a deluge. Excuse me, of a deluge. Of, a of bad sci-fi movies, Krull. and you can probably name them all: Crawl, Enemy Mine, Ice Pirates, Ice Enemy Master. Mine. I've not seen last any Starfighter. Of those. I can't. Soul Plane, The Last Starfighter. I have Come not on. seen. It's ridiculous! It had a stand-up video game. Galaxy of Fear. <laughs> I played the game, but I I did not see Crawl. Um, well, you haven't lived. I have not seen Tron, the original. Really? In one sitting. Um, Ever? Ever. You're not I didn't, much. I didn't see it in the theaters. Yeah. I, I know that movie shit. Yeah, um, it's, it's so <laughs> slow. But like, it's super slow. But I've seen the entire movie, but when it's been on TV and pieced together. Yeah. How about the like, greatest... Pause it and go like, take a crap. How about the greatest Star Wars ripoff of all released in theaters in 1979? Which what? one? Disney's The Black Hole. I saw the black hole and I actually loved I don't think because I've you loved the black hole. because you I loved, loved it. You loved Bob and Star. Harry, I loved, I loved the black hole too. Yeah, I loved the. I black saw hole. that at the. I Ballad know it's Fair. a piece of shit, and that's boring as fuck. It, that movie. Hey, it's Ernest also Borgnine's was, like, best role. It was super scary. Yeah, you saw you saw scary, and 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 I I still don't understand the ending. But they went to through a wormhole. But what was all that shit? That was the afterlife. They died. They died. I don't okay, know. All right. I haven't seen it. See, no one can explain the ending of the black hole. All right. Um, lost. When you were talking about David Lynch, mm-hmm. I have never seen Eraserhead. Uh, 
Uh, I saw it for you. You don't need to. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's, it's like one of those ones I saw once. Yeah, we watched, we watched it. it on acid. We, we ate some ice cream cake and ate some acid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, as far as we talked about James Gunn, the trauma movies, mm-hmm. I've seen one. One trauma movie? To, uh, the, original, Avenger. the original Toxic Event. So you saw the and one good you know trauma movie. You saw the one good one. I've not you didn't seen see Sergeant Kabuki? I didn't see any of them. You didn't no, see Class Sergeant of Newcomb Kibu- High 2? First, Sergeant the first uh, Sergeant <laughs> Kabuki Man's pretty good. Sergeant Kabuki Man's the shit. And um, uh, Tromeo and Tromeo Juliet. Juliet. Yeah, that's the first, really good first movie that's, Gunn worked on. That's mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn. And you talking about Cars 2 and how much you hated it. Yeah. That being said. You liked it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Cars 2 video game is fun. That's We, we played that. It, all you're doing is playing Super Mario Kart. Yeah. It's fun. But it's fun. Yeah. It's it's a fun the, game. The, the Cars Infinity set was fantastic, too. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. That's not a confession. That's just the truth. We should. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have our listeners like tweet in on this? Geek, hashtag Geek Show Confessions. Yeah, Ooh. I, I, I want to know. I want to know what there's. We we need to grade like the worst one. I also think uh, worst think, best one. I think James Cameron's only made two good movies. Okay, which ones? Terminator One, Terminator One. Yeah, and hang on, if I can get this, I'd say Aliens. No, didn't like not aliens. the abyss. Didn't like the abyss. Not true lies. True lies. True lies. Okay. True lies was good. Wait, true wait. lies was excellent. So both of James Cameron's good movies are Arnold movies. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. I so, not, I didn't, I, I so you didn't I, like aliens? I, I almost rage quit T two. I said I like T two. Yeah. I uh, really like T two, except but, for the kid. This music. John Connor's kind of except a for winger. half of the movie. But, yeah. but, but, but aliens. I was, second aliens? I was on board with Aliens, and it has it has this one fatal flaw at the end that just pulls me out of the movie and makes me scream. What's that? So I actually I I like Aliens, and I just turn it off when they get to the to the mothership because physics comes into play. And I oh get, so, God damn it! Physics doesn't no. belong in a movie, guys. Guys, I'm <laughs> serious. Just Bill Paxton. I'm serious. <laughs> how, Rest in peace. How heavy do you think the Queen Xenomorph is? How what? The, the, I, the queen, the queen alien, uh, three hundred uh, pounds or so. Well, we don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. You don't know what she's made of. She could have hollow bones. Hollow bones. She could. Yeah, hollow bones. She could be. Hollow bones. She could be. Hollow she could be, be the weight of a cockroach. Bones, I don't know. I don't know. But she's she's got force and she's got impact. That's that's all I know. So you've got a tiny little person. Sigourney Weaver's what five three five four seven two. Thank seven you. foot two. <laughs> and I know she's like three hundred pounds soaking wet. Four fifty. Uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> she's no. got very, very dense bones. It's one of those, the it's one of those things where just a little, it just pulls me out every time when she's in that, in the airlock getting sucked out and the queen's whapped around her leg. And I'm just uh, like, yeah, explosive decompression. She's going right out that thing. So it's, it's just. Oh, eh. stop it. <laughs> I know. It's a stupid thing to get hung up about, but I get it hung is. up on it really, every it time. It really is. Yeah. Hmm. So much for safe place, fuckers. Hey, whoa, whoa, hey, no. whoa. I took my hey, lickings. Man, everything's fine. We love you it's so okay. much. It's okay. It's okay. What about Titanic? Still, still safe. I hated Titanic. How about Avatar? Oh, fucking hated Avatar. <laughs> it was, I'm almost it was okay. pretty. How about that, that documentary where he got in his little submarine and went down to the shipwreck? The San Marianas Trench where he, where he disappeared. Goes to the abyss. Okay. I, I, I got another one. Okay. A lot of the original cast of Saturday Night Live, Those a lot of those shows weren't very good. Oh, they're terrible. Oh, Carrie. I know. I didn't ever expect you that to hear that from you. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but you said a lot of them. There's still like, you, you know, legends in there. You, you still, you still think that well, the, the Muppet shorts they did were awesome, though? No, they, they were terrible. <laughs> no, there are a lot of those sketches that just aren't good. So it's really hard to watch. I've, it's really hard to watch the '75 season in particular uh, because 
Especially like the first one with George Carlin, and you see he's he's heavily involved. He's emceeing the whole yeah. thing, and uh, it's not very funny. But yeah. you can kind of at the same time see why it was really funny in 1975. Well, yeah. it was. It was. I have a question. Oh, for what? its time, I've, it was. It was very cutting edge. So, but you know, there's been a buttload of different casts of SNL. What is considered the original cast that you're talking about? Belushi, Aykroyd, James Chase. Curtin, okay. Chevy Chase, Gilda Radner, Bill, uh, Bill, uh, Murray. Bill Murray. Okay, Gilda Radner. Yeah. So you, Lorraine would, Newman. You could say maybe that. Garrett to Morris. Together they weren't that funny, but when they went off and did their own things, they were No, together. Fantastic. Well, no, they he were. just named like seven people. There's like at least, what, 15 members. Yeah, yeah and there's more. Al Franken was there, Tom Davis. Al Franken was a writer. Yeah, what, but and he I also. I love it that he is a goddamn senator now. Isn't it cool that a guy who could dress up as a Hare Krishna <laughs> and go on stage and do a sketch about how I've, I'm quitting comedy and I'm joining the Hare Krishnas? <laughs> Can still get elected to office, but and also well, yeah. a, a he guy was that, in his own movie, Stuart Smalley saves the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Another movie I haven't seen. Stuart saves oh, his family. Funny. It's it's got a running gag about guys dying under air conditioners that I like. Uh, it's also <laughs> no. a guy who wrote uh, Rush Limbaugh's Big Fat Liar, where there's a detailed fictional account of Dan Quayle being raped by. <laughs> Uh, every male Republican and who is currently in office still <laughs> got elected. Yeah, oh, narrowly. That is awesome. <laughs> narrowly. But uh, no, I'd say that if the classic uh, cast, the ones that started it all. Their seventy-seven season, I think, I think yeah, is when ten, SNL really started yeah. to take off because it was the whole Landshark. Ten percent of yeah. that shit was funny. Oh, really? Only ten percent. Hmm. Yeah. I would agree with you. But yeah, but it was dopey. Co- like cocaine makes was everything high, funny. Cocaine and. Oh yeah, yeah. You you watch them now. You can see that the, it's just all over. And Garrett Morris never bothered learning his lines. You know, <laughs> you could tell he was like, "I'll read the cue cards. I'll be fine." You know who I saw on the, it was a late not seventies, but I was, I found this section on Hulu is like where different uh, clips are available, and it was all these Saturday Night Live clips. And they had like oh, the best of Amy Poehler, the best of Kristen Wiig, but at the bottom it's like classic mm-hmm. Saturday What you're talking about? I never knew that uh, Randy Quaid was a cast member. Yeah, yeah, for for a season, yeah, and uh, so he was a cast member, and they did this uh, sketch called uh, Mr. Monopoly, and it was John Lovitz dressed as Mr. Monopoly, and he got out, he got his buddy out of jail or something like that, he was jail out a free card, dumber than shit, that that little bit was, and I was just like, this is terrible. <laughs> the season, the season to try to find, and and it's the it's like they call it the lost season. I think it was eighty five when it was Julia Louis Dreyfus, and yep. fuck, was Ben Stiller on it. Uh, uh, no, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yes, yep. Robert Downey Jr. And, and uh, uh, the, the kid from uh, all the John Hughes movies. Uh, oh, uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony, Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. Hall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But there was there was a season where they had Christopher Guest, yep. Harry Shearer, who had started oh. from the original. And, and Harry uh, Shearer, like Simpsons? Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the synchronized swimming to the Indiana Jones. Yeah. But you, you also Martin had Short. Martin Short in mm-hmm. there. And when those three were on the show, and Billy Crystal, yes. when those four were on the show together, they produced some of the best sketch comedy. Com- some of the most amazing shit you'll ever see. Anybody, well, all anybody they- talked about during that period of time was Eddie Murphy. Exactly. Right. But those four together did some amazing well, shit. Like hmm. the Mike Myers shit. And that was yeah. generation. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I think we've said enough. <laughs> wow, 15 shows. I think we've said enough. We've said it all. There's no more to say. There's no more to say. It's out there. Well, guys, it's, it's been so nice. Uh, you may have noticed that Jay is not here anymore. It's because he's so disgusted with Tony, he just left. Yeah. 
Can you believe that? He just he got up changed and into away. a suit and left. He put on a suit. That's how bad it I is. Feel, at least he put did it fancy like. Suit. I feel bad. And he's, left. He's joined the corporatocracy. I, I didn't mean to do that to him. He said, Putin. "I mean, Putin, 2012, and, and, and ran, <laughs> took off." I mean, one episode, Tony. Yeah, sorry. Also, can I, I just know. ask I mean, you, turn off this fucking music. Oh, you don't like this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You want some white guy screaming again? Yeah. yeah. Let me get the white guy screaming back. <laughs> and, uh, do you guys have uh, movies and games, and we'll wrap this up and go to some celebrities? Yep. All right. What do you got? Uh, it's kind of far out. Uh, the only one that looks like it's worth mentioning is Streets of Fire is now on Blu-ray. Oh, my God. I love that oh, movie. Yeah. Well, it's it's a terrible movie, but it's got a great soundtrack. Great it's soundtrack. Great soundtrack. And... Uh, the reason why I love that walks, the reason why I love that movie is when the opening when the opening credits start, it says you know sort of streets of fire and then it fades and it goes a rock and roll fable and I think I was thirteen and I must have watched it a hundred times. Yeah, it's not a good movie, but the soundtrack is amazing. I think it's as good as the Last Dragon. <laughs> I can dream about you. <laughs> That's just, if right. I can't hold you tonight. Hang on, gentleman Jack singing. Hang on, I'm gonna get this. Is that all you got, Jimmy? I'm not an asshole. Whiskey's making you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Now give him a hug and make up. Is that all you got, Jimmy? Just that one? That was it, yeah. Oh, oh that was it. <laughs> I, was it. Yeah. I think I think Streets, Streets of, Fire is... of Fire. That's it. Yeah. I, I really There's like nothing else. Movie. Nothing worth mentioning. No. Uh, let's see. So uh, I don't know if you guys remember an old racing game called Flat Out. Yeah. Well, flat Out Four is coming out this oh. week. Oh, so mm. they haven't done a they haven't done no, a Flat Out game in they a long to, They need time. to get back into the Jet Moto franchise. Oh man, <laughs> I'm more excited. So, like, if you like Jet Moto, I fucking love Jet Moto. There's a game on the Switch. Right now, called uh, uh, well, now I can't remember it. I, anyway, it's, like, it's Jet, like it's like Jet Moto and Wipeout. That kind of I like floaty Jet Moto physics. too, even more though, because yeah. you're you're flying your uh, you're flying your space bike through the ruins of Los Angeles. Oh, nice! And at one point, you can actually fly up the spires of LAX and use them as a turbo jump. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, we got, uh, if you want to just get the season pass disc of the Guardians of the Galaxy yes. Telltale game, you can just buy, you can buy the disc, and then as new episodes come out, you automatic, it'll automatically download it to your system. And that's out today? Yeah, uh, that's out on the 2nd. I'll get it. Yeah. Thank you. I'll get it tomorrow. And then uh, the last one, as long as it's not delayed again, what is a game called Prey. And so this is a kind of a... a <clears throat> long and convoluted story of how it got made but the point is it looks really cool uh it's a sci-fi game that looks really reminiscent of like a bioshock style game things like that the company that made it is the same guys that made dishonored and Dishonored 2 and those games are great Mm -hmm. so uh but prey started off as a game uh years ago on the xbox 360 by the same uh, development team that made Duke Nukem 3D originally, or something <laughs> yeah. like that, and that was actually considered a very good game when it came out. Oh, and Duke Nukem back in like no, 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 Prey, oh. the first Prey, Duke Nukem, yeah, <laughs> Duke Nukem, of course, fantastic. Uh, and then they were making a second one, uh, Prey Two, and that got scrapped, and then it turned into this. the The IP was given to this other company that made this one. Anyway. Long story short, this game's had kind of a weird development history, but it is shaping up to be really, really cool. So read the reviews, check it out, see if it's worth getting. Obviously, don't buy it based on me saying it's coming out that day. No. I'd, say, I'd say wait a month. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, always. And, yeah. I, always. and especially wait a couple weeks anyway, just because they're going to patch bugs. Yeah. You know, they always do that. Exactly. Always wait. So, yep. That's right. it. Ah! Should I, uh, before he goes, stay tuned. 
for the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy interviews. Yes, all the stars and the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. See, all the people that you're interviewing, I, it's it's James Gunn that I would want to talk to. I yeah. want to talk to him too. You He's know? a great fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, Zoe Saldana would be great to talk to. All of them, but it's James Gunn. James Gunn. And I would only talk about the goddamn soundtrack. I would just nerd out about the music with James Gunn. You wouldn't talk about his best movie ever? Don't care. You don't care about <laughs> Slither? Don't care about Slither. <laughs> I am. Uh, I would sit and talk about the soundtrack to the first Guardians and then the second one. That's well, the, all I want to do. The soundtrack, to remind those of you at home who have uh, not been paying attention, the reason why Carrie loves the soundtrack so much is because you've forgotten how much you loved 70s pop. I went through because I went through this period where I hated 70s pop. Right. Because I I became I started I got introduced to well blues early on in high school. But then I discovered punk rock. Right. And that's when because and the punk rock attitude was fuck Pink Floyd. Who cares about Starlight? Who cares band? about all that shit, you know? It was fuck that shit. And so I didn't listen to it at the time that I was exposed to it, and it wasn't until later that I really began to appreciate it because yeah. I matured. And I realized <laughs> there's a lot of good music out there. ELO, yes, yes, Xanadu destroyed ELO, but before that, you know, they were great. <laughs> Xanadu destroyed a lot of things. I, I think we'll see, you'll hear it uh, coming up, but uh, I was telling Shannon Lee coming up. I'm going to call out Kurt Russell. Because, for what? For because, what? Because uh, I interviewed him for that Deep Water Horizon, mm-hmm. and I asked him my favorite question. It was, what's your go-to karaoke song? Mm-hmm. And he kind of gets a spark. He goes, I don't, do I don't, I don't do karaoke. Yeah. Like that, you know? Next interview was his daughter, Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson. Uh-huh. and I. And she goes, "What did she calls him like like pop or something? She's got a name, pop pop, pop, pop or something." She goes, <laughs> and she goes, "What did pop pop say like that?" I go, "Oh, no. he says he doesn't do karaoke." He, she really goes, "He's lying." Oh, like that. I go, "What?" She goes, "Oh, yeah, he doesn't mean like Elvis Presley. He'll do well, it. he played Elvis in a goddamn biopic. He did that and, and three thousand miles to Graceland. Yes, which a movie I love. All right." <laughs> Uh, well, let's, uh, uh, Mr. B, if you would finish this, and then everyone stand by for uh, the interviews with uh, Jimmy Martin and the cast and director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2. Volume 2. I would eat more ham with you tonight. If only I could fill your ham tonight. Sorry, that's all no, I got. No, that was terrible. <laughs> I know, it was you're, awful. You're like, better, you are bad. better than that. I know. Hey, guys, guys this, this is a safe place. Fucking five fucking shows. This God is a it. safe Confess place. More Jesus Christ. Jeez. Fuck you guys. Fuck everybody. I'm, go- I'm out. That's I'm it. Done. Show's over. No more geeks. Show's show. over, Dad. We don't care. He's going to die in Korea anyway. <laughs> okay. You've waited through the entire episode for the celebrity interviews. Ooh-wee. I reviewed it. And here they are. He just reviewed it. We had broken news. We had the episode. And now... The celebrity interviews. Uh, good times. Where do we start? Uh, I think we should start with the director. This is a guy. Now I, I listened to this before we. Yeah, we did it, and I'm, I'm listening to the the interview. You do this, and I'm like, I so badly. I don't often want to meet famous people, yeah. but this is the exception. This I is, I want to meet and hang and drink with this guy, James Gunn, right? Yes, exactly. James Gunn. I've done it. I and I'm jealous of you for that. He's a fucking great dude. Like, I, it, it, but even like I think he's the same guy now that he's famous. You don't, you don't that think that changed him? Uh-uh. Well, that's he's the, the same guy. You'll hear it coming up. One of the questions I said is, if your trauma self knew what you were doing 20 years later, like how would he react? And he's like, it's kind of what I've always wanted to do. Always so, wanted I, think to make... just, I think he just has a budget now. <laughs> awesome. No, I'll, I'll tell you, like the best trauma movies are the ones that he uh, was involved with. Yeah, wrote or directed. And, and that's, no, I mean, that's not saying a lot. But... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. All right, so uh, here it is, uh, Jimmy Martin talking with uh, James Gunn. 
It's a pleasure to meet you again. You uh, first of all, I need to thank you, one, for bringing my childhood onto the screen with things like a young Kurt Russell, yeah. Michael Knight, Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. i got to ask you this, because uh, I'm a huge Troma fan. And if the 1996 version of you at Troma got wind of what you're doing 20 years later, how would he react? <laughs> <laughs> I, I always get into trouble with these questions but because I, 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 I don't know what to say exactly. But I always wanted to make this type of movie. Sure. So I don't – I mean I think I would be happy that I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. But I think that was always what I was looking to do. Sure. So it would be uh, – it would be a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I was in actually uh, at the convention when they announced that they were doing this. I don't think I don't think you were attached, if I remember right, when they first announced it. No, I wasn't. And I so, was not. and there was a, there was a two reactions that I always remember hearing. There was cheers from us geeks who knew about it. Yeah, and then kind of I'd almost say slight confusion. And yes. they're like, "What is the Guardians of the yes. Galaxy? Yes. Why do you think people attach themselves to this franchise so well?" I think that in a way, this is the first MCU franchise that's first and foremost a cinematic franchise. Mm-hmm. I think that people have gotten to know these characters through the movies more so than from cartoons or comic books or whatever. Sure. And in that way, we've had a lot more freedom. I also think it's this is truly the franchise that's about outcasts for outcasts. Yeah. And I, I think most of us feel like that in the world. And uh, and there's been something that, that they've had a real emotional pull on people, not only in the United States, but everywhere. Sure. And that's been the best thing about you know making these movies. As a director, what's the like, probably the single most difficult challenge when doing a sequel to not repeat yourself or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that a lot of sequels fall into the trap of just sort of saying, oh, in the last scene, we, you know, last movie, we had our dance-off scene. So sure. now we need our version of the dance-off sure. scene. And the last ver- <laughs> scene we had, we are Groot. So we need our version of we are Groot. Gotcha. And I think it's really just about letting the characters progress and change and become different people than they were in the first movie, mm-hmm. you know? You know, that's the other thing. A lot of sequels, it's just characters stay the same from movie to movie. Yeah. It's my commitment that the characters in Guardians don't stay the same. They change. Yeah. Rocket is a different character than he was in the first movie. Absolutely. Star-Lord is a much different character. Nebula is a way different character. <laughs> so you get to know these characters. They get to develop. And as we go on into the third one, they'll get to change even more. I think that that makes it much more enjoyable for sure. the audience. Speaking of back to my childhood and the other characters that are in this, you have... Uh, Kurt Russell, who I think is a legend, yep. and also Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Did you have any inkling to do a Tango and Cash reunion on set? <laughs> I didn't realize I was making a Tango and Cash reunion <laughs> until somebody on set said, hey, you're making a Tango and Cash reunion. I'm like, okay, I guess. I barely remember Tango and Cash, to be completely honest with you. I saw it in the theater, yeah. but uh, I can't remember it. What is your process when selecting the songs? Because the songs in, this, on, in both films are amazing. Well, I, you know, I, I have a list of like maybe 500 songs that are <laughs> Guardians-like songs. Yeah. And when I'm going through the script, if I feel there's a need for a song in a scene, I'll go through that, that list and I'll write it into the screenplay. Sometimes the song I need isn't on that list and I'll have to go searching for something sure. new. Um, but basically, I, I do it very organically. They're all baked into the structure of the story, you know, like you know, ingredients in a cake. Yeah. If you could name one song right now for Volume 3, could you name one? No. <laughs> no, I could name one, but I, I can't do it. Can't yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Going back to Kurt Russell again, he's one of my childhood heroes. I've been asking everybody, what is your favorite Kurt Russell movie from back in the day? Well, I have two answers. I love The Thing is my favorite Kurt Russell film. Uh, but as a kid, I was a huge fan of Escape from New York. Like, oh. I pretended to be Snake Plissken all the time. Yeah. And that movie was really exciting to me. I <laughs> snuck into the theater. I was way too young to see it. But I, I loved it. Yeah. And then uh, my last question is, and it, I think it tells a lot about a person. Uh, what is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. That's a good one. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. 
Very cool guy. Awesome guy. All right. Uh, where should we go next? Where do you want to go next? Let's go to Michael Rooker. Good old Yondu. Insane. He's a little nuts. He's nuts. I I'm, like him, though. I'm convinced he's nuts, especially when he talks, well, the story that he tells in this. You're like, you hang around with some strange and dangerous people. <laughs> the Yakuza? <laughs> yes. It's just, just, you know, the Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. He, he, obviously, it's audio. You can't see it. But if you go to YouTube and look for the video of this interview, he's sitting there like in a, basically like a fedora hat and giant sunglasses. Yeah. And then and everybody, the other junketeers were like, why is he wearing sunglasses? I'm like. Do you not know Michael Rooker? Because he's Michael Rooker. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's wearing sunglasses, asshole. So here you are. Good old Yondu. All right. It's a pleasure to meet you again. Uh, first, I want to say thanks for coming to Salt Lake Comic Con not too long ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The last time you and I actually got to speak with each other was at E3 many years ago. And I said, what was the next on your slate? And you said, I'm flying to Georgia tomorrow to go shoot zombies with a shotgun. Because it was. It was before I did the, the show, right? Because I called them zombies. That's I right. Yeah. Them <laughs> I called them walkers on that show. From then, from that point to now, I mean, how, how much has life changed with being a part of two giant geek fandoms? Amazing, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You, you, you can't go in and out of the airports, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, there are people, yeah, people are quite... Um, Respectful and kind of cool. You yeah. know, most of my characters are kind of edgy guys anyway. Sure. So people are a little, a little standoffish, which is good. Sure. They don't just come running up at, at you and tackling you, give you big hugs and stuff. Sure. They want to though. They they totally want to. <laughs> you say edgy characters. Actually, one of my questions was because in this one, you it's edgy character but with a little bit of heart of gold. It, it kind well, of, yeah, that's I, I like doing that. And when I read the second one, Gun was just it was just so perfect and i think a lot of these things you know cuz we're friends sure. so a lot of it comes from uh, his imagination i don't know how much of what i've said in the past mm -hmm. influences him as to what he wrote for uh, guardians 2 for yandu sure. but i've always liked the characters that you know are uh, Kind of the tough guys, but would run out in front of a uh, 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 major traffic sure. to save a, a, a you know a little <laughs> little chick, sure. whatever. You know, it's like just one of the one of those kind of guys with a big heart, and then yeah. just yeah. What do you think is the the best thing you need to do to have a good sequel? Forget about it being a sequel. Sure. Just That's the best thing you do, and just sure. <laughs> you deal with it the way it is. It's just what the script is. It's what we're doing. Let's do it the best we can and go for it. You can't worry about what you did before. Mm -hmm. You can't worry about wh what's going to happen after it's done. Mm -hmm. Just deal with it right there. That's it. Now, there's rumors of the Guardians getting together with the Avengers at some point in this in this world. And if Yondu had a chance to meet one of the Avengers, who do you think in he would... In this world? In, in the cinematic universe. Maybe in some other world. You <laughs> never know. Who would Yondu befriend first? Well, I, I, you know what? I really like Captain America. There you go. Yeah, I, 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 I dig how he's doing it, and I, I like that shield man. I, like <laughs> I want me one of those Frisbee shields. Yeah. You don't have to go get it. It comes right back to you. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> and um, they're making them really cool. They make them just like in the, I mean, uh, probably better than what was in the movie. Sure. You know, what was in the movie is kind of a shield, but it's good. It's yeah. safe. You know, but man, the, the, the people at the conventions. Oh, yeah. They make them, and they're like the they're like a real. It's a real shield. They get nuts out there, especially in yeah. Salt Lake. If you had a cho choice to choose a song for the awesome mix volume three, yeah, what song would you put on there? 
Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to go with one of my favorite songs of all time. It, it's called Happy Birthday. <laughs> I heard the licensing rights are pretty yeah, high on that yeah, one. No, no. I think, <laughs> I think Happy Birthday is, is public domain, don't you think? I don't know. I've By heard, this time? Maybe. <laughs> I, mean, the way I don't I want to pay to find out. The way out. I sing it, it's <laughs> public domain because you can't even recognize it. Well, the question I like to ask people, because I think it tells a lot about them, and it kind of maybe link it to this one because you said it's your favorite. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh man, I don't do karaoke. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Do you do are you karaoke of course. kind of guy? You live it up. I, I would go and have a couple of drinks and watch people, but I, I don't ever do the karaoke. <laughs> Still- that that is like completely out of my realm of I've done it. I, I look, I, don't get me wrong, I've done it once. Oh. I've done it once. And it was in uh Honolulu. Oh. And I went into this little bar me and my friends, and it happened to be a Yakuza bar. <laughs> and the head Yakuza guy, yes, you sing. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll sing. And you sing Happy Birthday. <laughs> I sang <laughs> something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but I was afraid I'd better sing something. <laughs> Absolute pleasure seeing you again. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Thank man. Yeah, just hanging out with the Yakuza. Chilling. Chilling with Dick, the Yakuza. Did karaoke once. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's like the me of that cast. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the truth. It is. All right. Who's next? Next, I'll say this guy is bigger than shit. Uh, Dave Batista. Good God. He is a big guy. And he's very quiet voice. Very because quiet. Because I, I think if he lets it out, he'll shake the, shake the pillars of heaven. And he does answer the ultimate warrior, Roddy Piper. And I went again. Because I'm right. Because I'm right. <laughs> I love that when I asked the rock dear Moana, he was a little bit more he definitely went towards Rowdy, but uh what do you call it? He was a bit more like, you know, balanced and yeah. Dave just goes, oh, it's Rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they they were they knew each other. Yeah. Have you guys seen the uh, thing online where um Chris uh Chris and Dave Batista uh uh paint pictures of each other? Yeah. I need to see that. Yeah. All right. So here it is. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Good to meet you. What does it take for you to channel one of the greatest laughs in the history of film? It takes um, James Gunn going, laugh louder, <laughs> laugh bigger. Can you do it bigger? Can you do it louder? <laughs> That's what it is. Pretty much. How does one patch into the mind that is the brilliance of his Drax and to not kind of lose your, your, your cool being so deadpan? It's, well, you know, a lot of editing. <laughs> but it's really, you know, I, I really can't take credit for it, man. It's kind of, you know, James just wrote some really great stuff for Drax, mm-hmm. uh, which I think he really enjoys doing. And it's just kind of, you know, it's one of those things where you just kind of bite your tongue, you know, and try to say, say those crazy lines with a straight face. And sometimes <laughs> you don't, you can't get through it. And every once in a while, another actor will get the giggles and you're all giggling <laughs> for 10 minutes and you finally shake it and move on. You know? <laughs> who, who had the giggles the most? Zoe. Of course. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe's always, if I'm doing a scene like where I have one of these lines and, and I always, you know, as soon as I see Zoe, I can see her biting her tongue and I know, and as soon as I see her start to, and I, I'll, I'll say, stop laughing at me. I'm sorry. Sometimes she'll look away. But it's usually so, yeah. If you go back to the days of, like, in your wrestling days, what would you tell yourself if you're like, in about you know, so many years, you're going to be painting yourself green and being in a comic book movie? I wouldn't believe it. Not for a second. And, you know, it's not something I set out for. I, I didn't, you know, it was, was an accident that I became, you know, <laughs> one of the stars in the, one of the biggest films ever made. Um, it was a complete accident. I... I left to 
be an actor. Yeah. And I never thought I'd make it to this this level. I was in the room when they actually announced the, that they were going to make this franchise. I don't think anybody was attached to it. I don't think they had a director yet. And I remember there was a, kind of two responses to it. One, people gasped, like geeks like me that knew right, what it was. Right. And there people were like, a talking raccoon in a tree. Right, right. Why do you think people attach themselves to this franchise so well? Because the characters are, are relatable. You know, I think they're imperfect. They're not your typical superheroes. Um, you know, James Gunn always says it's not a superhero film. It's a space epic. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that with these characters having, you know, a little bit of jaded past, you know, they've, yeah. uh, they're just, you know, they're not, they're imperfect. People can relate to them. Sure. And they can care about them. There's a, a friendly <clears throat> argument I've had with a friend for almost 10 years now mm-hmm. and uh, anytime I get a chance to talk to a professional wrestler I always want to get their opinion on it okay. there's two wrestlers that are no longer with us right. one is the Ultimate Warrior right. one's Rowdy Roddy Piper yeah. who's taking it? Roddy yeah I love Roddy man I've lost twice now <laughs> yeah, really? I was with Warren now I go with Roddy man <laughs> I love them both <laughs> yeah, yeah I, miss, I miss Roddy that was really heartbreaking for me I didn't know Warrior that well I met him actually right before like literally right before he passed away like mm-hmm. two days um, but Roddy, I, you know, I've driven up and down the road with Roddy. And, yeah. uh, I know him and I love him and I miss him terribly. Both great guys. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, if you could choose a song for the Awesome Mix Volume 3, mm-hmm. what would you choose for you? For me, I'd probably, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've, I, I really am a huge fan of, of Motown. I love some of the Motown stuff that was in the first film. And I, I'd probably pick something uh yeah, uh, Temptations, Marvin Gaye, something along those lines. Good ones. Yeah. And then last question, uh, I think because he's a hero of mine as a child, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt. If you had to choose one of your favorite Kurt Russell movies, what would it be? Escape from New York. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good one. You? Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah, it's a toss-up. It's always a toss-up. John one. Carpenter, I mean. Yeah. Big man. He's a big dude. No, right. I didn't ask him the karaoke question. Dang. Oh, good I idea. didn't want him to kick the shit out of me. <laughs> good idea. All right, who's next? Uh, she is gorgeous and mm. bubbly. Mm. Zoe Saldana. Mm, uh, she was. It, she's one of those people that you are just genuinely like. You're just a good person. Yeah, you can just tell that it's she. I mean, she doesn't take it for granted. She can tell she's a geek. I mean, right, listen to when I ask her what's her favorite Kurt Russell movie. She names like five off of the exactly. fucking bat. Exactly. <laughs> that computer work tennis shoes. No. No, but uh, Gunn said strongest man in the world. Uh, <laughs> not in this interview, but in another one. Yeah. Uh, I'm always in love with her. Here she is. <laughs> Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Likewise, um, I love you. that you're a strong advocate of strong uh, female characters in films. And I think that you've obviously shown with your career that you've headed that way. Do you see that as uh, progressing on all sides? I, you know, I, I certainly feel I would love to play characters that are considered more vulnerable just so I can leave like a trail of, of a multifaceted you know, journey sure. as an artist. I like being a chameleon, I, but I, I think that there is, there is, a, there is a void in, in, um, in the fact that women don't have enough like active action female references sure. to sort of take on. And um, I, as growing up as a kid, I didn't have them. I just had I just had Sarah Connor and I had Ellen, Ellen Ripley and I held <laughs> on to them and I would watch these films until my tapes were broken. Sure. You know, so now that I'm in, I'm I'm an actor, I do tend to gravitate towards action movies because I love them and too because I know that that would be uh, greatly important to, to some girls out there. Sure. Throughout this entire film, you and Karen Gillan kind of go at it nonstop. Yeah. Um, um, on the set, who's who could really take who? Who's going for it? You know what? It's so funny. Karen would would be the opposite of her character. Karen <laughs> is the most bubbly, kind of clumsy, <laughs> tall, beautiful lady who's very like quirky. Like oh oh 
sure. but then like as Nebula, she's just like so badass and everything. But I still, I still wouldn't mess with her. Yeah. I, it's so funny. She may think that she can take that I can take her, but I wouldn't mess with Karen. Is there yeah. something more intimidating? Uh, you belong to two very geeky franchises. Is there yeah. something more intimidating than you're kind of normal production? Or no, I think that the geeks that are the most passionate ones are the ones with Star Trek, the Trekkers. Yeah, <laughs> because they've they've respected this legacy for over fifty years, and um, and for them it just it has a life of its own yeah. and a journey that they don't. Some of them just don't like when you tamper with. That. Sure. And I, I always appreciate the passion. I was actually in uh, down in San Diego when they announced that they were doing this film. I don't think anybody was really attached to it, but I remember there was two reactions to it. One was us geeks who read this, you know, franchise. I was like, wow, okay, that's something interesting, right? Yeah, you know, are, could Marvel really get away with doing a talking raccoon in a tree? And they did. And, and the other one was like, who <laughs> exactly. are the guardians exactly. of the so galaxy? Why do you think that people attach themselves to this franchise so well? I think it's James Gunn. I have to say because I, any other director would have just seen over the sur- you know the surface of it all, and it's like it's Marvel, it's an action movie, it's a comic. Let me just sure. you know try to make the most expensive <laughs> action racy movie, and James Gunn was like, no, let me get this twist. I have a fascination with seventies and eighties pop music from go. like the Midwest of America because <laughs> that's where I'm from, and that's that's my age range. <laughs> I think that these action heroes would be best served as idiots sure. <laughs> that are super. Fl- but have the best of intentions and and by him adding all these twists it just made it so fresh yeah. you know two things one is uh, Kurt Russell is an absolute hero of mine as a childhood mine too what is your favorite Kurt Russell film Big Trouble in Little China Tango and Cash Backdraft um, <laughs> Tombstone yep. He's the badass. He's, that is absolutely the right word for <laughs> him. Aside the fact that he has the best head of hair I've seen on a man that age since I was born. <laughs> and my last two is a question I ask everybody, and I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? Well, if I want to impress a guy like my husband, I would sing, I touch myself, only because I can hit all the notes. <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> It's not a bad one. And if I'm feeling very ambitious, I would do um, I would do anything from ABBA. Good one. Which I feel miserably. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, there you have it. That's it. Uh, who uh, who do we who else we got? Uh, I'll I'll bring us to the legend. For this one, uh, go Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, man. Jesus. So this is the second time you've interviewed See, him. I, second time. Fuck you, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I called him out, too. You did. The karaoke call out from Jimmy Martin. <laughs> no, just super nice guy. And it was funny, funny, like, you could tell, at least I could, in the interview, that he was more, I would say, easygoing. I mean, he wasn't like a jerk in the last one, by any means, for a Deepwater Horizon. But this one, like, it, when you're doing a Marvel movie, it's just fun. Well, you know I think I mean? he was more confident in this film. Probably. Then he was with Deepwater Horizon. I think he knew that he had something that's not quite going to make it there. And yeah, so, yeah. But you got to go out and promote it. Sure. With this, I know that he knows that this is this is people are going to love it. Yeah, and Guardians. So he's he's more at ease with a situation like he's that. He's just a badass. He is. So here you go, Kurt Russell. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you again. Um, you have had an amazing career, and the first thing I saw in this film that made my jaw hit the floor. Making actors look younger, like they did to Robert Downey Jr., they've done to Michael Douglas, now you. What's the process on how they do that? What they did with them is quite different than what we did. Okay. Um, when we were doing this, we were assuming we were going to use a lot of the same techniques, and to some degree they did. But I was told 
that they didn't do much of it. Um, hmm. I have a makeup man who's um, been with me for 28 years. We've done, or more of the years than that. We've done 28 movies together. Sure. Dennis Lydiard, ever since Tango and Cash. And he said to them, look, I know his face really good, <laughs> <laughs> really well. And I, I, uh, I can, I can uh, young him down. Sure. Would that be helpful to you? And they said, oh, yeah, any, anything you can do, that will be helpful to us. Because sure. then you're going to put the dots on the face and they're going to take another actor and use a skin tone. They, they go through a whole process. Uh, but he's uh, very clever, yeah. and he got a lot of tricks in his bag, and so <laughs> he used them all. Yeah, and uh, and I had a great uh, wig, <laughs> which which actually I wasn't mine. It was on the other actor who was maybe who they're going to maybe use for some for some melding. Yeah, and I said that's that's what I want, and so James Gunn said, yeah, that, let's go there. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, and then the wardrobe, and then when you put that all together and you look in the mirror, it gives you you go, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm there now, and all I got to do is kind of I got to lighten my voice a little bit and pick up my pace a little bit and square myself off a little more and <laughs> and be a little jauntier and and be younger. Yeah. And uh, when it all goes together, it's it's uh, it's it's very effective. I was just surprised at what he could do just with. Just with makeup. I wow. mean, he and tricks. I mean, he's got a lot of them. You mentioned, I was going to mention it later in the interview, but you brought it up. Uh, was there ever a moment where you and Sylvester Stallone got to have a Tango and Cash reunion? Well, we saw <laughs> each other twice during the making of the movie at parties. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always great to see him. It's just always a blast to see Sly. It's one of my favorites. And then this one, we had a chance to sort of like talk about this movie and sure. we were both very <laughs> impressed with James Gunn we, uh, he doesn't work with Chris Pratt I do mm-hmm. uh, but he had a, said he had a great time with the actors on it and uh, he was very excited about it and when I talked with James about Sly yeah. um, uh, James was bringing Sly up and saying <laughs> God he really he really was working hard and he was trying <laughs> to get this as good as he could and I said well yeah that's what Sly does you know <laughs> he works hard so for us, I think the fun one of the fun things was in the in the little billing thing in the beginning. Sure, um, we're kind of together. When I thought that was kind of a tango and cash awesome reboot thing, awesome. it was kind of a lot of fun. Uh, bearded planets, talking raccoons, walking trees. Do you think there's anything that Marvel can't do? Oh well, not in science. No, not with science fiction, you can Just you can nuts. you can go anywhere and you can ask the big questions. The, the the I think that the challenge always is to find the things, and I think this is what Guardians of the Galaxy does as well as any of those yeah. uh, outfits, is find the things that's relatable, that's relatable to us, that mm-hmm. we can say, oh, that, that, that actually happened to me. Sure. That, and I think that's a big part of what this movie has to offer. And it comes out in, it, in, in the emotionality of the movie. One of my favorite things, I think, with a lot of people think about this, is the music in the movie. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I absolutely adore yeah. it. Uh, okay. If you could choose one song for Volume 3... What would you choose? I've been asked that a number of times now, so I'm going to keep going with it. I, I, I'm a ZZ Top fan, so I, I, Sharp Dress Man to me would work very well with with either 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 Chris's character yeah. or Ego. Sure, <laughs> you know I think that they both can kind of like seeing themselves as a Sharp Dress Man. The last time we got to speak, I asked you. I said, "There's a question I like to ask everybody that tells a lot about a person." And I said, "What's your go-to karaoke song?" And you said you didn't do it. I don't do it. Yeah, yeah. But someone who's very close to you said that you might be telling a fib. Could be. Could be. Because <laughs> I heard you do a, a mean Elvis you know, Presley. Oh, well, I, you know, I didn't, I mean, one time I had to do it professionally. <laughs> you know, I've never, I've, I've never heard my performance described as a karaoke performance, I don't, but I guess it would apply. Um, yeah, no, I mean, if you're going to, you know what, if I'm going to do, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do it in front of an audience, <laughs> but I would do it for something. You know, sure. I, actually, I did that Elvis song for, um, 
Kate's we- wedding when she married She's out Chris Robinson. Yeah, and so Chris <laughs> said, "You got to do this," and I said, "Only for your wedding." It was for Chris. it was for deep water. And he said, "What, what did he say?" He said, "He doesn't do it." He goes, eh, "He's done it." <laughs> <laughs> Absolute pleasure, Tony. Okay, thank you so much. much. All right. Oh, that fucking guy. The legend. The legend. <laughs> now another guy who, or individual, I would say that just feels genuine. Chris Pratt. I liked him better when he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's sitting Pratt. there snacking. Oh, you see, if, uh, what, yeah, what is he eating? Eric? I don't. Apparently, that's like a hashtag of his. Is what am I snacking or something like that? Because he's bulking up for uh, was a Jurassic World, I think. Oh yeah, that's Jurassic World too. Yeah, and uh, that's got it, the Goldblum in it. Jeff Goldblum. Gonna have, yeah. uh, they better have another giant pile of shit. So <laughs> <laughs> to reach into. Yeah. So uh, here you go, <clears throat> adorable man, Chris Pratt. Anytime you're ready. KSL. KSL. I don't KSL. Do you? Yeah, you can buy guns off KSL. There you go. Yep. All the time. <laughs> Best deals on the planet. They're new. <laughs> yeah, great gun selection. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Um, so with this thing, with you've got talking bearded planets, you've got walking trees, you've got talking raccoons. Mm-hmm. Can Marvel do anything now at this point? I think Marvel has proven that if you tether a story in true emotional human connection and... You know, if you just strip away all the fantasy, you've got a good dramatic through line, you can essentially do anything. What is more intimidating, the sheer size of Dave Bautista or Kurt Russell's beard? Ooh. I'm I'm, I'm so intimidated by both, it's hard to say. It's a tie. <laughs> tie. They, it's, hard to, it's hard to even imagine them coexisting in the same universe. <laughs> just mash them together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with this one, I was actually in Hall H when they announced they were doing this franchise. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when, I, when they heard the roar. There was two sounds that came. There was cheers from us geeks who knew about Guardians. And then kind of like a, huh? Like, you know, they didn't really know. Why do you think people connected to this franchise so well? People connected to this franchise so well because, A, they trust Marvel. Sure. And that got them in the door to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And, B, it's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah. And, and James Gunn did an amazing job with the first movie. It was surprising. And, you know, we benefited from people having pretty low expectations. Sure. And we came in and, and gave them something they didn't expect because they didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Now, the second time around, people's expectations are much higher. Sure. <laughs> they have an idea of what, that they know what to expect. And, re, and re, you know... Still, we we have surpassed those expectations and have found a way to surprise people. So, so I think people are going to be uh, really excited with this movie. <laughs> My childhood heroes of all time is Kurt Russell. Yeah, dude. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know he gets to be my dad in the movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> so crazy. Um, I've been asking everybody, what is your favorite uh, earlier Kurt Russell film? Oh, er- earlier probably Big Trouble in Little China. Right but uh, <laughs> later, I would say Tombstone, probably. That's a good one, too. Tombstone's pretty cool. One of the things I love about this movie as well, and I think a lot of people do, is the, is the music. Oh, yeah, That's dude. fantastic. Um, if you could choose one song to be on volume three, what would you want to choose? Oh, man. You know, I love the Beatles. I'm a, Be- I'm a, I'm a Beatles fan. So then we have George Harrison in this one. Yeah. It'd be awesome to get some kind of uh, Beatles song. Maybe like, uh, maybe like uh, I wouldn't mind seeing like... Uh, um, a day in the life, huh? or, or yeah, a day in the life, or maybe Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds or something. Kind of tailing off that one is a question I ask everybody because I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? Go-to karaoke song? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> Whitney Houston. Which one? <laughs> I believe the children of future. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Yeah, that one mostly for the ironic <laughs> effect, and, you know, like the comedic effect. I think karaoke is about comedy. If you're not, if you're not, if you're up there to like really perform, come on, you're missing an opportunity to have some fun. Absolutely, yeah. Pleasure meeting you. See you, buddy. <laughs> 
who is also a gun owner, uh, we find out. Um, good deals off KSL. <laughs> he buys his guns from KSL.com. <laughs> a once great radio station, now just an excellent website for gun owners. Yeah. Uh, so that's just, anyway. I bought a bike off there. <laughs> all right. Uh, and that's everybody? That's it. I think that's everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, so all right, six interviews. So, so, uh, so, so next week, Jimmy's seen it, but by next week, we will all have all seen it, and uh-huh. we will all give you our impressions of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. And we can give them a heads up too. Next week, uh, interviews for King Arthur. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I saw your pictures. Yeah. Okay. Also, go on case, uh, KSL.com, mm? and you can uh, rent Doug Wright. He'll come take a nap in your house <laughs> in, front of, in front of a TV show. <laughs> Only if it's a wholesome TV show. Yeah. All right. See you next week.